0: exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again, as Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at hagmanandhagman.com and click on the link Stain by blood And ladies and gentlemen of the jury the prosecution is not going to get that man today no Because I'm gonna get him!
1: Welcome to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television studios here in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania. We've got a full crew tonight. Joe Hagman is back, folks. We broadcast live each and every weeknight. That's uh, Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Global Star Radio Network. Um, glad to have Joe Joe back. Joe's back. and uh, Yeah. Uh, back from uh, your, your vacation, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, uh, call, call it that. Uh, well, it's good to have on. you back. You, you could have shaved, however, but uh, that's all right. I hey, guess. one thing at a time. I guess so. And, and folks, uh, tuning in tonight, of course, we simulcast or we broadcast on Global Star Radio Network. We simulcast on BTR Blog Talk Radio Network, and you can also watch us watch us live right here on our YouTube channel. It's the official uh, channel of. The Hagman and Hagman Report. Don't forget, we've got two separate websites, uh, HagmanandHagman.com, of course, where you can have find all the show information, and then HagmanReport.com, where it's the show prep information. Sometimes, like today, however, news comes in too fast, too furious, too much. Uh, in case you haven't heard terror in France. Terror strikes the south of France. There's a fire at the Eiffel Tower. It looks pretty significant. Um, So far, it looks like uh, upwards of 75 dead um, from this terrorist attack. It's, of course, a Muslim Islamic terrorist attack. Uh, They're saying in Nice. um, 73 dead after truck crashes in the crowd at the Bastille Day celebrations in Nice terror attack, of course. This just happened, folks. It just happened. A uh, truck crashes into crowded Bastille Day celebration, in these 73 people reported killed. Right now, fears of terrorism as people flee the scene in panic, and of course um, uh, we, we, we are getting live updates here. It is madness in France. Uh, again, 73 people dead and about 100 injured. Thursday night when a lorry drove into a crowd of Bastille Day revelers in an obvious terrorist attack. in these gunmen reportedly got out of the lorry and fired into the crowd at the Seafront Promenade, an area popular with tourists in the Riviera Resort, leaving many dead, many injured, many people lying on the ground. We're going to try to get you some, uh, uh, some images up there. Of course, children as well have been killed. Just as the fireworks uh, were finished, um, there was a lorry that drove into the uh, under the pavement, and there was massive panic. There must have been somewhere between one thousand and fifteen hundred people on the promenade. That there were on the promenade. This, according to eyewitnesses, there was an awful panic. People were running everywhere. They there there was. well there there there's differing accounts differing accounts so um, I am not exactly sure whether it is just one simple or not one simple but one terrorist attack or a coordinated different terrorist attacks. We have footage here that look that appears where the Eiffel tower, the at least the bottom portion is on fire or a fire at the Eiffel tower. Now, now, to see, to, to see images like that, folks.
0: And,
1: and, and people don't believe, for example, that we're in the end of, end of days. People don't understand that, that things are, um, I, I, I don't get people who have their heads buried in their, in the sands. And soldiers have been deployed to the streets of Nice, the military there. Um, of course um, now they're they're saying right now it's just one attacker you're always trucking at a high rate of speed in the crowds watching the Bastille Day fireworks and of course it's a holiday in France and we've got listeners in France our hearts go out to you our prayers go out to you Um, now police did shoot they they shot and killed the driver Um, however he continued uh he continued to uh, the truck continued and, uh, mowed down some, uh, some additional people. By the way, almost, almost, uh, exactly eight months ago, ISIS terrorists killed 130 people in Paris. Don't forget that was November 13th, the bloodiest in the number of attacks in France and Belgium in the past couple of years. Um, you know, it's interesting because it was Sunday when when collectively France had breathed a sigh of relief as this month-long Euro 2016 soccer tournament ended without a, without a feared attack. People were looking at, at the, that uh, tournament as a potential uh, uh, venue for attack. Folks, let me tell you something. And it's going to be the same here in this country. The attacks are going to hit where you least expect them to hit, but the biggest body count we are getting word now, uh, as well here domestically where, uh, the both convention sites are, t- uh, targets for terrorist attacks, as are all of the public venues and public transportation going to and from the, the, the um, convention centers, both in Cleveland yeah. and Philadelphia. I just, uh,
2: put that together here. Yeah. FBI and Homeland Security chiefs preparing for violence at political conventions. U.S. Homeland Secretary Jay Johnson said, Egypt. along with FBI Director James Comey, that they're preparing for unrest in and at the Republican National Convention as well as the Democratic National Convention. They anticipate problems from demonstrators and terrorists, according to both the FBI and DHS. Well, and lots happened since I've been... Uh, off the air and I know you've covered a lot I've watched uh, most of the shows and from these police shootings in Dallas and the continued uh, attacks against the police across the United States whether it is somebody shooting at the police stations or ambushing police officers starting uh, protests that turn violent throwing fireworks at cops and rocks and Molotov cocktails, Uh, new chants reminiscent of the old ones, what do we want, dead cops, when do we want them now? Uh, We're seeing that play out right in our lifetime and right in front of our face. And we have a situation where we are being led towards civil unrest and chaos in America along racial lines that is being fomented by the political administration in power and being financed by those super elite uh, radical leftists like George Soros and his Open Society, as well as other groups like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Clinton Foundation. Interesting. Chaos in in the streets is coming, and it's most important now to get to know your neighbors, to talk with the people inside your community. Oh,
1: please. Even let the
2: local police, you know, let them know that you're praying for them. Email, send them a, a card. They do need support. They are under attack. And we see this is not any isolated incident. This is happening not only in America but around the world. And it is a problem that is only at the inception now, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened today at the White House when the head of Black Lives Matter met with the president. We're going to get into that, who this uh, man is.
1: Why is he meeting with Obama for three hours? Actually, four 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 and a half hours, according to him. It, it, the times go from three hours to four and a half hours. Uh, his last tweet was four and a half hours in the White House. I'm not sure exactly... How long the meeting was. You know, Joe, Joe, before we uh, go any further, it's my pleasure to just to announce that portions of the nice broadcast brought to you by Casper. Casper Mattresses. Folks, go to casper.com slash CFB Radio. That's casper.com slash CFB Radio. You want a good night's sleep? I'll tell you what, you need a great mattress. Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to you and I, the consumers, the people who use mattresses. It eliminates the commission-driven inflated prices. And, folks, it's got an award-winning sleep service that was developed in-house. It's got a great design. It's delivered in the small. Hey, how did they do that package? Yeah, and I don't
2: want to interrupt you, but during my, my time off, I had the chance to listen to a lot of radio, some local radio uh, especially, and I yeah. heard advertisements for at least two different mattress companies, must be newer, um, that talk about, you know, the, you know, we'll do this for you, we'll do that for you. But nothing so Casper's been
1: around. They have a, a proven track record with our audience, with us personally. Uh, that's right. You can't get any better. I would stack a Casper mattress up against any mattress anywhere, anytime. More on that later, though, Joe. But anyway... Yeah um getting back to uh, well getting back to black lives matter we, we, just to catch you up Joe we had this situation and 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 I and I just want to kind of make sure that people our listeners our viewers know we are seeing today what we're seeing today is a merging of the black muslims the radical black progressives now people uh, I got emails saying you're a racist you're a racist scumbag to me by talking about this that i'm evil i've got a, a evil heart is one email um but 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 just by laying out facts okay so you know i'm not going to apologize i'm not going to apologize for the facts the facts are the facts but you've got black muslims uh, hooking up with, uh, with Arab Muslims, hooking up with Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. Type CARE. groups. Backed uh, by CARE.
2: I got this. Yeah. I mean, I got it right here. Um, I don't know how well this comes up on the, on the camera, but CARE joins with Black Lives Matter and calls for Islamic revolution in the USA. Right. The Council on American Islamic Relations, CARE, has joined Black Lives Matter calling for revolution. CARE is a uh, former terrorist group, and I use the term lightly, with ties to Hamas and other terrorist organizations, they've actually what they've done is piggybacked and and I would say are infiltrating Black Lives Matter to continue to push their agenda of infiltrating our society from within. and In order to do that, they have to infiltrate the people who are in the establishment, as well as the people who are against the establishment. Mm. So whoever comes out on top, they have their shoe in the door. And when you have uh, a government that is full of the Islamic infiltration from appointees of Obama and Loretta Lynch and Hillary Clinton to the head of the CIA, John Brennan a Muslim what we're seeing is the radical left and their plan for chaos here in this country the radical new left using communist tactics and corruption infiltrating organizations in order to divide and conquer backed by satanic elites using not only their treasure troves but your tax dollars that's right the clinton foundation the bill and melinda gates foundation george soros's open society just to name a few
1: and, and we're, we're going to get into the clinton foundation a lot more and i think that, that uh as, joe as we when you were off and, and and we had talked to um we had done some things about the uh we had talked about the uh, comey letting off or Lynch letting off yeah. uh, Hillary, yeah. but 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 the thing Did is, you this. know that he is connected to her foundation. Yeah, yeah, yes. But but my question to you about that is, how is he connected? I mean, I I, I get the fact that there is a relationship there. Uh, uh, well, tell me, how is he connected? Okay,
2: well, Director Comey uh, until recently was the director of HSBC, uh, a director and board member of HSBC Bank, which is tightly connected to the Clinton Foundation. Mr. Comey's appointment um, was an initial three-term deal subject to re-election by shareholders. It expired at the end of 2016. Now, Clinton Foundation received up to $81 million from clients of the HSBC Bank, and this... HSBC's been in the news a lot lately, the Libor scandal. Right. The, um, money laund, uh, the drug cartel money laundering operations. And we know that, uh, this bank is, is dirty like the most banks, the Goldman Sachs's. Um, what they do is they pay, you know, two, five million dollar fines on a billion dollars in laundered drug money. And so Comey's not. Officially on the board of the Clinton Foundation, but he has very close ties to the Clinton Foundation through his past employment, where he sat on the board of directors, who manages uh, those funds and foundations. And he is, I mean, really, he stood a lot to lose if he lost the support of the Clintons. Well, that's the bottom line. And when you look at the Clinton investigation... When you look at the criminal investigation, the email probes, the Benghazi investigation, when you see her become or being declared innocent or not guilty over and over again... Well, not even that, just not even accepting this as a criminal investigation. Right. And even to the point where Loretta Lynch refuses to say whether it is legal or illegal to lie under oath when asked in a congressional hearing. I believe that was yesterday um we see that this is one-hand scratch i mean this is one person scratching another person's back right this is a revolving circle of money and political favors f- in order to overlook corruption to continue an agenda that has been set in motion decades ago right and we see the that's, that's right. where where the conclusion now you covered this yesterday but your dhs insider articles uh and your source rosebud if you go back folks through the articles that were written years ago 3 4 years ago your source rosebud right. you detailed how the united states would come to a point of complete societal breakdown, in martial law, yep. Through the division of people in the United States, through injustices or perceived injustices, with the media and political arms.
1: But what, what was the uh, putting gasoline on the fire? What was the? Uh, it wasn't Trayvon Martin back then, was it? Uh, what was the the big case of the, the Trayvon Martin was the Florida. Uh, was that kid
2: where, who, who George Zimmerman, who was right. not a cop, got into a fist fight with right. in a gated community and was shot? Okay,
1: I, I, I think that now, was the case that that, uh, that was like my the, source was saying. Hey, look, this is going to start—you know—be the start of the uh, uh, the, the civil unrest. But, right, but, but, and then we go to Ferguson. Okay, now Ferguson's important because
2: this is where the backing comes in, both the political backing and the financial backing. And when we talked about the Black Lives Matter leader meeting Obama in the White House today, yep. Well, this uh, Deray McKesson, Deray McKesson, yep, Deray McKesson. It's come out that he lives in a home owned by the Open Society, which is uh, George Soros's organization. Now, at the time of the Ferguson shooting, this Deray McKesson. Dropped out of school, and drove uh, to Ferguson. He spent days and weeks there. Right. Now, while all this was going on, and from my understanding, Ferguson did not Ferguson disappointed in the, from the political and and the perspective of where they want the agenda to go. That's correct. They expected, you know, what we saw in Dallas more rioting you know, the kickoff of chaos. But what they got's a little bit different. But this D-Ray has been working with Black Lives Matter and has been putting this organization together, and it is being backed by, directly by, George Soros. Is, is there anything he's not in? I mean, well, it, you know, it, that makes me think. I'm sure there are a dozen other names out there, maybe not with as much financial power. But he seems to be the scapegoat, or he's the one to admit it and be proud of it. Now, I have screensavers on my computer of Craigslist ads from different screenshots. parts. Screenshots. Screenshots. From different parts of the country where some of these shootings take take place. Offering $15 an hour for protesters. Yep. And yep. it goes back almost to Ferguson. I believe, I don't know if I have the actual Ferguson listing but I have at least three other listings from other cities and continued listings for places like Miami. And the most obvious ones are Cleveland for the RNC and, and Philadelphia for the DNC. Exactly. Yep. Now you had Bernie Sanders endorse Hillary Clinton yesterday. And there's a lot of anger about that. A lot there of is. people. And all this is fomenting and it is, it is, they are. I told you the local news here on the radio the tagline that they sign off with is shaping the news or shaping yep. basically giving you their perspective of how things are going or shaping your mind not bringing you the truth not giving you the news you Even know shaping right. your perception
1: and and the, the shaping your perception on the news is the phrase the tagline being used here locally and i have to believe joe that that's the way it is well, the way i look at, the,
2: think of this we have uh in today's day and age when we look at the bible you have a standard uh bible red letter bible that only has the uh what, like the king james it has right, all right. the the old testament and new testament books well you have these new bibles that are study bibles which include commentaries one of the more popular ones is a henry morris commentary bible right now these commentaries explain from the reader or author's perspective what his interpretation of these verses in the bible are it's the same thing with the news they're no longer bringing you commentary right they're stating their commentary or opinion as fact it would be like taking that study bible Matthew Henry study bible and using the commentary as an interpretation as a sure interpretation for what the word of God says we can't do it with the bible and we can't do it with our news but unfortunately people don't look at it like that they don't understand the level of deception the level of Time the money that has poured in through the psych- psychological effects. I mean, these people have manipulating every you know your thoughts, your mind, your actions, your behavior down to a science to where they could probably predict it. That's
1: sure. right. Well, it's it, it's the Tavistockian approach, Tavistockian approach. It's the the Madison Avenue, Edward Bernays. Mm-hmm. Um, this is right. where it all comes from. Now we are we are now into this. A hundred percent. You know, this would make George Orwell blush. What's what's taking place right now? George Orwell didn't even didn't even have a clue about this, uh, or or I shouldn't say. I mean, it, it it puts George Orwell in in an entirely. No, I mean he line. was he was right on the money. But I but mean, not as he would he would think that this was
2: a fantasy, though. we're seeing today. A lot of it, though, is stuff he described. And you know, if you ever Some. watch the movie 1984, you'll notice that they're each in their individual cells, but they have their TVs giving them messages. Yep. Well, we live in that same exact situation, only the bars that we have and the cells that we live in are perceived cells. Because well, the cells are our own making, in a exactly. way. Exactly. We are allowing, and I say we as America and as a whole, are allowing ourselves to be locked inside of our own mental cells and it all depends on on how much the truth matters to you which right. stems back to another issue which is you know your spirituality your religion your walk with jesus christ if there is you don't care about the lord you're not going to care about the truth for the most part now there are a lot of exceptions out there but more often than not if you don't care about any type of religion you're not going to care about the truth but specifically for Christians we know that the truth is one of the most important things that we have and the truth in my opinion is the Bible it is what Jesus did on the cross for us giving over his um, life so all can be saved but there's no drive for the truth. Everybody has an agenda. Everybody has an angle. Everybody wants something. Like when Obama got elected for his first term, <laughs> oh and my rent's going to be paid. Oh my, I'm going to vote
1: for him so I, you know, I can get yeah, you, free groceries. You, you remember that? Yeah, you remember that. We won't have to pay. We won't have to pay uh, rent, or we won't have to pay for whatever. He's going to take care of me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people deluded into believing that. Um. And, and that's
2: that's just. Um, a forerunner, just like Obama's a forerunner for this new world order system that is all encompassing, 100% inclusive, right. and you've been hearing the words inclusive a lot in the presidential speeches, in the uh, reporting on certain issues. What inclusive really means when they say this is that you're either going to be part of the group or you're going to be ostracized as a red herring or a scarlet letter type right. situation where you're going to be singled out and, you know, made the example of until you be, until you accept the terms and become part of this inclusiveness. And it's scary when you read the Bible and you read about this inclusiveness and you read about the mark of the beast and the worship of the beast and the beast system. You can see so easily with a few changes in in geopolitical landscape and the right leader with you know the ability to do a few supernatural things, just like the Bible says, how easily a whole world will be deceived by an antichrist that's right, and all of these things that we're seeing taking place. People will call them false flags, some of them. Yes, there are events that have happened that are not real, that are not as they say they are. Yes, there are events that have happened that are real, that are not as they say they are. But all of it is part of a conditioning process. When the the, the experiment of Pavlov and the dog, he rings a bell, training the dog that every time the bell rang, he would get a piece of meat. To the point where he would ring the bell and the dog would salivate expecting food, even though he didn't give him food. This is, con- I mean, he'd got, he conditioned the dog to when, stuff, he, yeah. when he heard the bell yeah. to accept food. And then he, you know, took the food away and kept ringing the bell, you know, day after day. But the conditioning was there in the dog, even though he was not receiving the food after a period of time, he continued to come for it. We are being conditioned in the same way. They have mapped our brain. They have under—they understand human behavior, the drivers behind human behavior, and they will use that to their full advantage in order to bring about their new world order. The international trade agreements, the international economic order that Obama's been talking about, the federalization of the police... Eight years ago, do you guys remember? Any mention of any of these topics meant you were a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy kook who needed to get out of your mom's basement and get a real job. Now they're main talking points on everyday news, like they're normal. We've been conditioned to where eight years ago the people who cried out about it and said, hey, look at this, this is coming, this is going on, were, were laughed off. Those same people who laughed that off, are now the ones saying, oh, okay, the new federal police, okay, sounds like a good idea. Your mind's been conditioned. The only way to break that conditioning is to break yourself away from all the voices, all the opinions. You're not going to die if you don't read the news for a few days or a week. Give your mind a mental retreat. Take the Bible with you. Keep in your prayer closet. But make sure that your mind is clear and make sure that you are not falling into the traps that are being laid by the devil through his demonic and human entities because that's all everything is all the materialism and commercialism our money system all this stuff all the uh, uh, the things we feel whether it's insecurities about this or that or our neighbors or people we don't know it's all being done for a reason a hundred years ago if you lived on a street with let's say ten neighbors you would know your neighbors all fr- first names you know their families their you know histories the problems they go through on a daily daily weekly basis now you can live somewhere somewhere three five years maybe say hi to your neighbor once and most people don't like their neighbors just because they don't know This is where we need to work. We talk about can't change anything from the outside in. Can't change anything from the top down. You can't. It needs to be from the bottom up. And we are seeing the results of people who have been conditioned to believe and behave a certain way. And we are seeing the breaking point. And it's not that these conditioned people are breaking to a point of sanity. They're breaking to a point of insanity, which means the satanic elite behind these agendas have completed two goals instead of just one. I mean, I'm just amazed at some of the... com I mean, the police violence. I haven't had a chance to talk about the shootings in Dallas. And our hearts and prayers go out to all officers
1: out there. Absolutely. Dude, don't don't think for one minute <laughs> tell you this uh, don't think for one minute that that we are not uh pro law enforcement in in terms of uh what they're going through because look um
2: they're good officers they're bad officers right, like right. they're good you know human beings and bad human beings in every uh culture and, and facet of life exactly but but the the police officers are somebody who keep order. Now, there are instances where they are wrong. There are wrongful killings. Oh, sure. You know, and if you want to go by the new law, you know, we can look at the intent to decide whether it's a crime or not. That was a low blow, I guess.
1: No, that was a true, uh, true, true blow. But people want
2: the uh, satanic elite, the people in power, want that not only a distrust of each other, but of government and all law enforcement. They want law enforcement to distrust all civilians, just like they want military to distrust civilians. It's it's a, a very intricate, complex matrix of division. I mean, at every level. And the worrisome part is watching it come to fruition, because we see... One, I mean, whatever happened in Dallas, I know I've I followed the coverage. I saw all the inconsistencies with you know, one shooter, four shooters. You know, I believe there were at least two, but that's beside the point. War has been declared on the police by members of Black Lives Matter. Now the question is. What is the response to that? Are they deemed a hate group? Are they told to stand down and be patient? No. Hillary Clinton comes out and says white people need to change their ways. The Obama administration asks police officers to be more vigilant and have more patience with the communities they protect. And that's not a bad suggestion, except when it comes on the heels of a mass police ambush murder
1: does that make sense? Well to, to an extent it makes sense. If um you you've got to look at the intent of the statement and pun intended <laughs> there with respect to Hillary Clinton. Um the the events that took place with respect to the police shootings, and in particular the one where um the woman had Taped it with her cell phone, and it was yeah. it was pretty uh, it was pretty awful to watch. There were so, numerous inconsistencies that many people had brought brought to my attention, of course. And people are too quick to take what they see at face value without without putting it in, in proper context. And I think that we have to take a look at that, especially that particular video. Well, I was and listening had to her. some some very important questions, and that was the uh, um, I'm trying to think of the gentleman's name that was in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, Right. Um, and then the governor came out and, and basically uh, threw the police uh, department under the bus, said that they didn't uh, give any uh, primary care to the uh, to the victim. And, in fact, you know, when, in fact, the police chief came out and said, no, wait a minute, we did, and we followed the protocol. and uh, but, but regardless, it, it, see, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, what matters, what I see taking place here is the... Intent not of the police in this case, but the intent of the politicians, the leaders, mm-hmm. they intend to inflame the racial violence. Let's look at the bigger picture here. That's what the intent is. They couldn't do it necessarily with uh, uh, Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin to the extent they wanted to. They couldn't right. do it with the other ones in each individual, each, each, every other incident now is cumulative has a cumulative effect mm-hmm. yep. and then it's, it's increasing and increasing and increasing right. in there and brings it back to what you had said about the meeting the four and a half hour meeting or three hour meeting depending on who you ask with Obama people from Black Lives Matter and other organizations represented there mm-hmm. whoa and then of course the the findings from that Black Lives Matter uh, DeRay McKesson his his uh, uh, Twitter feed, and such is. right there, he is right. There. Ray McKesson, head of the uh, Black Lives Matter. Now, in, in the potential for the, 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 what, what they what they said about his um, uh, his uh, account being hacked, and of course, the, what they were talking about the uh, potential for the elections being stopped, and the conversations with Lynch. You know, is that authentic? I don't. I don't know. However. It's, in the scheme of things, it certainly sounds like it could very well be legitimate, but but now, uh, against intent, pun intended. DeRay
2: McKesson, BLM leader, backed by left super elite. Um, McKesson lives in a home owned by philanthropists James and Robin Wood. The Woods have owned yeah. the home since 1996 and are wealthy donors to the Baltimore chapter of George Soros' Open Society Institute. There we go. George Soros and his Open Society have funded many Black Lives Matter movements uh, as through his Open Society as well as other organizations. Now, DeRay met with Obama for at least three hours in the White House today. And what he, uh, he claims to be a grassroots leader, uh, a, a leader of grassroots revolution for radical and economic justice, he has close connections with the privileged elite.
1: Now, well, um, he's he's pulling in one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars a year at, at a government job, by the way, um, as well. Now, I don't regard any, anyone any salary, you know, of course, but when you, you just have to take a look at at the perks that go along and, oh, yeah. and the relationships and and, and it's. For example, how he was able to get that particular job. And of course, he ran for Baltimore mayor. Um, and again, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All of this is fine. But when you take a look at the bigger picture, start connecting the dots, and, and then you see the uh, connection between him and Obama and, uh, Black Lives Matter and how that is all worked out. Um, um, and let me just say this too, because I'm getting I'm getting emails, and I know Paul McGuire had spoken out about this and saying that all races, you know, we must repent and and such. I mm-hmm. understand that. Okay, this could be purple lives matter, white lives matter. It doesn't matter the race to me. It's the fact that it's being exploited. This whole thing is being exploited to put pit one person against the other, to pit brother against brother, and community member against community member we are being played like like fiddles here and that's what the intent is and and that's kind of what i want to warn everyone is this is where the this is where the fire is going to erupt i mean we're walking across dry tinder which is which is the hatred that has been been really cultivated under this regime under obama and it it whether or not people say, Well, yeah, I'm inherently racist and there's that white guilt. I I understand all of that. That's not even the point. The point is they're using this as the mechanism to inflame to start a war, a civil war in this country. They're using just as the just as they weaponized Islam. They're weaponizing the, the 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 races
2: and it's no coincidence that Islam and Black Lives Matter are joining forces. There there, there you go, and and this is a uh, political alliance. I am sure it has its roots in the administration right now. Um, well, what this you know reasons sure, why this sure. Black Lives Matter matters leader is at the White House just like members of CARE and Muslim Brotherhood leaders have been invited to the White House, is to get these networking connections moving. Now, um, back to, uh, yeah, go ahead, Mr. Uh, DeRay. McKesson. Uh, McKesson. Internal documents from Missourians Organizing for Reform and Empowerment, a group organizing the protests in Ferguson after the death of Michael Brown, showed that activists were being paid, and uh, DeRay was one of the ones who organized the protesters and the payments. Um, on Monday, the Baltimore Sun reported the 31-year-old agitator McKesson is making a handsome salary courtesy of Baltimore school district taxpayers, and uh, his new role, or like you said, earning a salary of 165000 of the district's third chief of human capital in two years, managing a budget of $4 million and 56 employees. After being appointed last month, McKesson said he was ready to go to work. At its core, this role is about finding great people, matching them to the right role, helping them to develop and experience careers in the service of our kids, he said. I'm excited to return to city schools and continue doing the work to ensure that every child in Baltimore City receives a world-class education. So not only is this guy organizing paid protesters for the likes of the Clintons and the Soros, he is working with the country's youth. You know how they say Common Core is a terrible way to do math? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like, this honestly, and pardon my analogy here, it's like having a pedophile teaching kindergarten school. Especially with what they're allowed to get away with in school today, you can't have a Bible or say a prayer in school, but you can say you know um a prayer to the prophet of law if you will, and this is something that has continued to uh happen across the country we see Jesus being removed and God being removed from all facets of public life, while every other religion is encroaching and putting their stake in. Now, civil, li- civil rights leaders gathered for the meeting between the De- uh, DeCray and Barack Obama Wednesday at the White House, a week after, they say, one black man killed five police officers at a protest against a police brutality rally in Texas. Uh, McKesson, a prominent activist with the social justice movement and the social justice warriors in Black Lives Matter, said the gathering was aimed at coming up with concrete actions to help Obama mend relations between law enforcement officials and
1: black communities. Look can little, this man hang, hang on. Uh, look, I need to interrupt you here. Okay, just because we started out the broadcast with the Eiffel Tower. I and then you can go right back to this. Uh, the, it appears that it's not the Eiffel Tower, but next to the Eiffel Tower there's a building on fire. Uh, we don't know the relationship between that. I'm I'm watching a video on Twitter. Um it, it, there's black smoke rising through the rings of the or the rungs of the Eiffel Tower and I think of that lollipop. My
2: inner bridge.
1: Well, it's Horrible, but uh it looks like it's it's a building or two away. The Eiffel Tower does you know does not appear to be damaged. I just want to kind of because people are I'm getting emails about this or not seeing anything on the news, the raw Twitter feed from the Eiffel Tower, and don't forget it's Steel Day in France, there's celebrations, there's fireworks, there's all sorts of things going on. This came at the same time as the attack in Nice. So I just wanted to interrupt and clarify that what we're watching right now. And, and I don't believe the Eiffel Tower has been the target of or has been damaged by uh, terrorists. There, there, there does appear to be a fire near that that made it appear as if the Eiffel Tower was on was 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 on fire. The south truck fleets. used in the attack was loaded with weapons, and grenades. grenades. Yeah, yes. yeah, and that's that's no, that's in Nice, in the south of France. Just so people understand that. And um, and Eric, if you want yeah. live video footage of it to show to our viewers on RT, there's a live
2: in feed Sky News as well. Yeah,
1: so there's a few fact, out there. I sent you a sent a live feed link, um, Eric. Uh, yeah, and we've got uh, we we've got uh, seventy dead. Uh, 70 plus dead and many others and that's others the initial number right. so I, did, I, I didn't mean to interrupt but I no, wanted no. to clarify that because I was, I've been getting emails saying well I didn't see anything about the Apple Tower well you know it, this is coming in extremely fast and we're following uh, six Twitter feeds right now and um, you, you can see you can see the what's going on in in, in, in the uh, in the South for instance. So go ahead, continue on because this yeah, is this talking is talking about not-
2: DeRay McKesson. Yeah, um, he is a social justice warrior. Uh, he is somebody who is uh, a friend of Obama. He is um, backed by Soros, and if you see on the screen here, he's created a ten point. Plan through his organization, Campaign Zero, about how to end police brutality,
1: and he did he submit this, Joe? Is this what he well, submitted this, to, this is to is from Obama?
2: It, from I don't know this, that this is what he submitted to Obama. But after he was appointed to the position he has now, he started an organization called Campaign Zero. All right. The Campaign Zero released a ten-point plan. Now, what the ten-point plan is is one end broken windows. Uh, policing, 2. Community oversight. 3. Limit use of force. 4. Independently investigate and prosecute. 5. Community representation. 6. Film the police. 7. Training. 8. End for-profit policing. 9. Demilitarization. 10. Fair police union contracts. Yeah. Now, we're not going to get into it in this hour, but each one of these... Planks or points, if you will, has much deeper meetings. They sound have they have nice titles, you know. Community oversight.
1: Well, well, well what they mean even is that the one about about uh, fair police contracts. I, I looked at that. And I thought, what's wrong with that? Right. Well, taking the community oversight um,
2: and community representation, for example, they don't just want people to document and try to keep police accountable. Right. They call for action to be taken by people who are standing by, retaliation type. And, and they don't come right out and say it, but they they word it in a way that doesn't say, you know, we'll come out and kill you, but it does say you better watch out if this happens or that happens because you're going to have problems on our hands and it's not going to be lollipops and, and roses and sunshine. Um, and we will go through more of this 10-point plan Uh, at a later date because this Black Lives Matter, CARE, Obama partnership is not really at its inception. It is in the public view. But this is something that has been planned in the making for a while, just like the federalization of the police forces. Obama talked about this in his campaign trail in 2007. Do you guys remember creating a what? Yeah, a federalized
1: police force. Well, a a, private. Enormi, enormi. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Now we've seen the increase of the different agencies of the government in their expansion into, um, lethal weapons and ammunition from the EPA to the FDA to the IRS to the post office, the, the DHS to TSA and the expansion of these agencies. We've seen the equipment that has been used in Iraq and Afghanistan being brought back over and being given to these agencies along with other police forces in order to be ready, as they say, and to use what we saw with the Dallas shooter. Now, I want to talk to you about this in the second hour because maybe I missed something. I know there was lots of reports of multiple shootings. Yes. Yes. But from what I understand, the way when I was watching it, when the last person or the only shooter was left, he shot himself, according to several news reports. Then, lo and behold, a robot came and blew him up, which didn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, they have armed drones. This is right, right, right. I understand the armed drone. Right, but now, when we think about terror attacks, we know that not only the first wave of terror attacks are what we need to be concerned about, but EMS response is always a target. There were reports of explosives and whatnot. Why send a deadly robot to blow up this suspect? One, if he
1: did have an uh, explosive device on him, I, and I with think a that was their their shrapnel intent. and, and you know, other I, things that could happen. But I think that was their intent because they they didn't want to send obviously uh, right, our right, police right. officers there, so they had to send just like you would send a, a bomb robot. Oh, so I people. guess my question is: Did the robot kill him, or did he kill himself? Well, I, that and, and that's a great question. I don't know, and I'm, I'm I'm wondering how many people really. I mean, the only people that know are the people that were behind the scenes there in Dallas. And I
2: apologize because I'm still playing catch up. Um, that Dallas story but, 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 happened right after I had surgery.
1: But what I does that matter though? I mean, what's well, the significance of that?
2: There because uh, the forty-eight police officers in Dallas resigned just a week, if not right. earlier, before this tragedy happened, which a raises a lot of questions. Well, no, this is murder, not. I mean, it was a tragedy, yes, but murder. Um, and it was the most ever. Uh, mass resignation right. in history. It happened right before these shootings. We hear a lot about the crisis actors and this and that. And I'm not saying that this wasn't what it, they said it was in Dallas. It was obviously a declaration of war. It was timed specifically to bring the stink away from the FBI's decision not to indict Hillary Clinton.
1: Uh, 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 can you time it can, seriously? Oh, yeah. Can, can you time something like that? Yeah, uh, absolutely. The, Look the, at the, the Osama bin Laden. Well, well hold on, Trump hold, hold, hold I No, I, I get that, but we we had the um, we, we had that that event was was planned twenty seven hours in advance of, of it taking place. So that individual. Or in the individuals who plotted that the Dallas attacks against the police officers had 27 hours notice really to, to do what they did. Okay. All right. So, okay. I only said that because, um, was that protest planned as a result or, or in an attempt to get the, get Hillary off the front pages or was the attack planned to get Hillary off the front pages?
2: Well, think or, about it like both this. both planned. You saw what happened in Ferguson. We talked about the lack of rage and unrest that Ferguson right. brought and, and these other shootings brought. Right. Well, you had uh, shootings by police on um, black suspects, who, which, which raised massive suspicion and, um, you know, to some didn't look right. I mean, I didn't see either video, so I, I'm... I don't want no, to speak okay. out of turn here. Okay,
1: yeah. Then, but then you got to watch
2: the videos there's a, there's a degree... Protests don't go from protest to people with machine guns shooting at police in a millisecond. Or well...
1: well it, 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 was, it had to
2: be planned... Once people, whoever learned that there was going to be a protest happening, they had
1: to decide at that moment that that's when the action was going to be taken. Right. Chicken. But, but, but the, the, and as I said yesterday, the The protesters, in my view, at least the lower level street protesters, had nothing to do with the attacks. They, right. just, they just, they just, it just. The, provided the platform for the venue exactly. okay now we're up against the top of the hour folks next hour more about this more about the days of rage coming up 37 cities true not true look at the addresses does it make sense to you is this something that was planned or is this a kind of a thing or a little of both what about the the reset the saturday dnc or rnc that is will something happen there listener, uh, wonderful lady wants to know about that. I do have an update on that, so we'll start there. in France these, the attacks going on there my goodness, so much to talk about, so so much to talk about. We'll be right back This is the Global Star Radio
0: Network exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again, as Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at hagmanandhagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood by blood.
1: Back, folks, to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. Breaking news out of France: we've got a we've got a terrorist attack in Nice, south of France. At least seventy three people are dead, and one hundred fifty have been injured in their Bastille Day attack in the uh, south of France. Now, I witness, folks, you're going to get multiple stories here. We've got conflicting stories. Uh, different Twitter feeds open. And different, uh, we're monitoring different news sites all at the same time, and there are different uh, versions of the same same story. But uh, eyewitnesses have reported a gunfight between police responding to the attack and suspects, plural, at the scene. Uh, gunmen are believed to have taken hostages in two hotels and a restaurant in the city. This, according to witnesses only, but being denied by the police. Thousands of people were in the city watching Bastille Day fireworks when the attack began. Obama condemned the massacre, describing it as, and I quote, what appears to be a horrific terrorist attack. Okay. Of course, it's not Muslim terrorist attack, but terrorist attack. So, uh, keep that in mind before we get back to the programming. I'm very proud to, excuse me, very proud to talk about our sponsor, Casper Mattress, Casper.com slash CFP radio. You know, casper is is the best mattress i have ever used in my life casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress that sold directly to you and i sold directly to the consumers folks it eliminates the commission driven inflated prices of the middleman the showrooms you don't have to go to the showroom and and lay on the bed for two minutes and try to decide whether that bed's good for you not anymore folks they're um the uh, award-winning sleep surface, and, and this is just a—I can't even—it's—it's—it's it's, it's hard to describe how great this is without seemingly like overselling it. But um, to me, this provides the right balance and the right support for my back problems, and, and I've got a lot of back problems. My wife has back problems, arthritis as well, but we really love this mattress. You know. This uh it developed its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house. It's got a very sleek design, and it's delivered in a small. How did they do that? Size box. It's really neat. I mean, the box it's it's dense, but it's manageable. And you take it to the, to your bedroom and you open it up. They give you a tool inside, and it's really it's it's really a lot. It's a lot of fun to to, to install on the bed. But the mattress industry, folks, you know, they've forced consumers into paying very notoriously high markups. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly on to you and I. An in-house team of engineers, they, they spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink. Just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature throughout the night. It really does. Um, my my dog, Lady, the studio dog, loves to sleep on the Casper mattress. Uh, not too hot, not too cold, just right. Now, mattresses can often cost well over fifteen hundred dollars, but Casper mattresses—well, five hundred dollars for a twin size. Eight fifty for a queen, nine fifty for a king. Doggone good prices, I, I must say. And buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Casper offers free delivery, free returns with a 100-night home trial. Think about that, 100 nights in your house. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on the mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend, what, a 30-year life on it? The Casper, it's an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right bounce, just the right sink, just the right everything. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. In fact, it's now the most awarded mattress of the decade. Free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. And folks, try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. And you know what? It's made in America. It's made in America. Casper.com slash CFP Radio. In case you're wondering, that the initials, Canada Free Press. That's Casper.com slash CFP Radio. Casper.com slash CFP Radio. Go to HagmanandHagman.com, click on the link there. And that'll take it directly to Casper.com slash CFP Radio. And just for you guys listening to this program, you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting Casper.com slash CFP Radio. Now, terms and conditions do apply. So, but I will say, it's the best sleep I've had. Ever on any mattress, I don't even like to go to hotels anymore. Even mm-hmm. the even the even the nice hotels, the mattresses are the Casper mattresses are that great. Casper.com/cfpradio, and of course our promo code at checkout is cfpradio. That's Casper.com/cfpradio. Our promo code is cfpradio. You must include that, and that way we get uh, credit and smiles and attaboy's and all kinds of stuff for it. Uh, try it. You'll thank me later. Now, getting back, Joe, to what's going on in France, and then then we're going to get back to what's 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 taking place here in the United States. A developing, yeah. developing a story in France, folks. We this is being denied by by um, two out of four, fifty percent of the uh, uh, well. It, it, it appears that there may be multiple gunmen. Uh, right now, we have uh, uh, Twitter feed saying that gunmen are have taken hostages in two different hotels and a restaurant yet we've got uh police officials saying there's only one of uh, one offender that was the driver of the truck and um he has been neutralized in their words you've got horrifying yeah, he's killed along with the well you know uh, what r- reports i've read right? yeah it, again none of these reports initially are accurate you know it's it's hard to get the um degree of accuracy but here is the takeaway from all of this oh and, and for those of us who are geographically challenged if you look at France Nice is really at the southern portion and uh... the um... Uh, it, most of Nice is on the is on the is, is on the water um... But when I'm saying that it's, it's all coastal area the attack took place between the Nice Cote d'Azur International Airport and Saint uh, Jean Cap uh, Those two, and it would be actually south, I guess southwest of the actual community of Nice in the Promenade des Anglais, apparently. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, and if I'm not, well, too bad. Um, Interior ministry spokesman, one of the spokesmen there gave an update saying that, uh, there is no hostage taken. Just that simply an individual drove a truck into the crowd. By the way, that individual driving that truck into the crowd dragged people for over a mile yep. in some cases. Think about that at 40 miles an hour roughly. And there's just heartbreaking pictures of, of women and children with, with, uh, dolls and mm-hmm. being covered in, uh, you know, Joe, and and this is coming to the United States for those of you disbelievers. This is coming to the United States. I mean, it's it's already been here through nine eleven. It's already been here in other situations, but folks, it's going to get worse, and it's going to get personal. And one thing I'm so concerned about, Joe, and maybe you can talk about this because we're, we've been talking about the political ramifications with the police and the, uh, the, 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 the everything is taking place with, with Black Lives Matter and, and, and the, the civil war that's coming up. My source had told me, and I remember this when we were in Washington, D.C., I remember this, said, look, you are going to see people die in the street. You're going to see people that will be shot, neighbors against neighbors, It will be so, and and this to the delight, the intent maybe not the delight, I mean maybe the delight, that was not the word he used but the intent of this particular regime in charge folks right now we need, and Joe I believe this to be true right now with the conventions coming up I believe this is the most dangerous time in American history in recent memory, I'll say since uh Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay, okay. I mean, in in my lifetime, if we lose control at the conventions, or even around the time of the conventions, that lead us into, um, dare I say, a martial law situation, or a police action situation, I don't I don't know if we can come back from that. Judy McLeod, you weren't, you weren't here yesterday, Joe. Uh, news to you, right? News to me. <laughs> I, I, I had spoke about something, and I'm going to hand you this. You have not seen this. We did not talk about this at all. Judy McLeod from Canada Free Press wrote an article titled, Obama will only impose Law if It looks like Trump will win. And uh, you can go to canafreepress.com and read that. Now, what she what she said was this: uh, we we shouldn't hold our breath waiting for Obama to declare martial law and suspend elections if it looks like Hillary's going to get in. But if it looks like Trump is going to take it, all bets are off. Basically, that's what she's saying. I'm paraphrasing here. It's a great article. It uh, was published yesterday. But she wrote, "The government of the day, this regime." continues to stoke the fires of racial division even after the deaths of five police officers in Dallas they're, they're, they're pulling out all the stops or so it seems and you tell me if I'm wrong and I'm going to turn this right over to you you tell me if I'm wrong uh, when you've got Obama meeting for three and a half hours or it could be as many as four and a half or three depending on who you ask again in the White House with uh, with Black Lives Matter people Well, what do we see? I mean, well, will think about this. What are we seeing here? Trump picked a, a
2: vice presidential candidate.
1: And, and I asked you Governor this. from Indiana, yeah.
2: Pence, this right. is his candidate. He had postponed the announcement of his candidate due to the attacks in Paris. We have the Saudi 28 page nine-eleven dump. How many people have forgotten about that already? It's gonna be released Friday.
1: Okay. Friday. Also, a day a of, of rage. Now, what's your, what's your confidence factor on this day of rage?
2: Because I'm well, thinking about all, the twenty-eight is, Saudi, the, the twenty-eight nine uh, right. eleven, censored nine eleven commission pages that are going to be released. More likely now, uh, knowing that much, and never let a good crisis go to waste. Don't let the momentum die. Thinking from that mindset, from the uh, evil agenda in place. All right. I mean, but
1: think of the George
2: Soros and and how he's been funding these protests, how he's been funding these riots, how he's been funding the, this terrorist organization or terrorist elements of the Black Lives Matter organization. I mean, how much money if he tells, you know, um, a few families or a few people who are willing to do things so their families have money for five, ten years. I mean, how many how many times can he pay out a hundred or fifty thousand dollars, or hundred grand to a family, and say, "Hey, you know, you take a gun, you go out in a blaze of glory uh, for your culture against the the cops and the whites of this country, and we'll set do, your do you family think, up." Do you think
1: that, that that's? I'm, what's I'm saying that's
2: a possibility. Right. They're already at the level of paying people to come out and cause trouble, or even just to protest. Well, they they've purchased Why blocks not take of Take it a step further,
1: right? And, and folks that they have purchased blocks of rooms for the conventions. Uh Soros is behind the money of this. You've got the guy in the White House or guy uh, DeRay McKesson going to the White House. He's the the, the uh, and he's not he's not one of the three founders of Black Lives Matter. He's kind of the face of the Black Lives he's the
2: liaison. And I don't Lives want to Matter. compare Black Lives Matter to uh, Martin Luther King and what he did for civil rights through oh, his peaceful no, demonstrations, no. but how many times was his group infiltrated how many times were his peaceful protests or sit-ins now you're talking um I love it how many times did those take violent turns outside of his control outside of his wishes and demands if you were going to be a part of it in order to cause trouble to the point where he
1: was assassinated um and and therein lies the the problem that we see on both the, the good and the bad sides right
2: Because Martin Luther King was doing the right thing. There was injustice and inequality. And his answer to that was not to stab a police officer. It was not to create violence. Right. It was to create an awareness of the problem and to peacefully rectify the situation.
1: You know, but at the same time you had Martin Luther King, or right around the same time approximately, for those sticklers of history, you also had Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Now, Malcolm X, a whole different type of guy than Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X, Nation of Islam, and we had talked about the Nation of Islam, and uh, yesterday, and we had talked, we had talked about. What the recruits, of the Nation of Islam, had done—I'd given history, and and this is, and this is what I don't understand, folks. Again, I got I got a, a, an email, one email in particular, but a lot of them, but one in particular who uh, basically, you know, you racist pig, your your heart is evil uh, because I'm pro- promoting racism, and, and I had to stop and think about that for a minute, not, not only because. Or, or what we do, you know, is what we're doing, is whats is, is what I'm doing when, when we're talking about something like this. Yeah, um, I, I guess, Joe, it, it does stoke the embers of racism. Mm-hmm. But, but how do you not talk about something like this? For example, look, 50 years ago, Richard Speck went in, I, I think it's 50 years ago today, uh, does the name Richard Speck mean anything to anyone? Not to me. Okay. Mass killer. 50 years ago, the pock-faced, uh, 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 putrid sack of pus goes into a uh, dorm sorority room of nurses and tortures, rapes, and murders eight nurses. And rapes one and tortures eight and kills them. Alright. That was 50 years, I believe that was 50 years ago today. I'm gonna double check here in a second. And of course, that was that—that was a horrific incident. Now, did you notice I didn't say whether that man was black or white? He was white, and he was—he was a spree killer. I, but I guess you know, going back and looking back in time, and the reason I brought that up was. the, the, I guess the difference in types of violence, but going back, how do you talk about, for example, the Nation of Islam when they specifically target whites? And if I remember correctly, the, the 50 years ago with Speck, I believe there there was a a, a black uh, female that was that was a victim, and also I think in, I think someone from uh, uh, an Asian. Uh, well,
2: you know victim. what gets anyway, me
1: is today,
2: Bible believing Christians and, and parents uh, who are Christians see the removal of any uh, Bible verse, of any reference to God or Jesus from public schools, from uh, uh, city hall meetings. Uh, uh, There was somebody dragged out of a city hall meeting a few weeks ago for mentioning Jesus. We are seeing just this complete intolerance towards the Christian religion, its book, and Jesus, who is the founder of the Christian religion, yet we are pandering to, you know, the political correctness of Islam. I read a story last week, the end of last week, where a military general was forced to retire or was fired because he refused not to refer to the enemies as radical
1: jihadists. Did you see that? Yes. Actually, there was more than one of the same but Go on. the culture of political
2: correctness that's being created is so backwards upside down and just completely dead wrong that somebody who brings up Jesus a coach who prays with his football team uh before a game a kid who shares a bible with another kid in school can be charged with a crime, expelled you know blah 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 meanwhile they bring in Islamic prayers to the schools. Okay. They bring in... That, that,
1: that's a, stop right there. Did you see that? Did you watch yesterday the ceremony for the slain police officers with Bush and... and, and uh, oh, were they laughing and stuff? No. Well, yes. Bush was doing some sort of a jig for... Uh, but yeah. but it was an interfaith service. Oh yeah, okay, and it, that was one of the. Key see, things. that's uh, that's what I want to talk to you about because the not faith. one time that was 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 the, was the name of our Lord mentioned during that service.
2: Yeah, and it won't be uh, right after the surgery. I think the day after or two days after, um, I was in the car with it was the first car ride I took from coming after Ouch. coming home from the hospital. Yeah, is right, ba-boom, ba-boom. and wow. uh, we went up the street not too far to a, a local restaurant to just get takeout breakfast. And I was listening in on the radio, and uh, I heard, uh, I knew something happened in Dallas. Right. And, and I found out late because of the surgery, and I was, you know, down and out for the first 48 hours. You, so you, that morning... You were gone that long? Friday morning, I'm hearing about all this stuff in Dallas. And one of the first things I remember hearing was there will be an interfaith service for the tragedy in Dallas. So immediately when I got home, I popped the computer open, it was still in the morning, and I start going through all the video clips, or some of the video clips of of what happened, reading the headlines, seeing the ambush, seeing the, I mean, and since then there's been, you know, dozens and dozens of copycat type attacks, in and in Indianapolis uh, a few days ago a man fired 17 shots into a patrol car, oh yeah, uh, that was emptied. Another man in another uh, city opened fire on a police headquarters. You had officers being ambushed in uh, Minnesota. A protest turned violent where fireworks, Molotov cocktails, uh, over seventy arrests were made just over this weekend. Um, yep. And you know we just see this increase of uh, it's it's like a purge. They're they're getting the people out there now when. Eric brought up a good question maybe three weeks to a month ago about the EBT cars being shut off and what that would do in terms of creating civil unrest. Now,
0: obviously but, but the violence together, of
2: police against the African-American community, whether justified or not, be, whether it's justified or not, is irrelevant at this point. Okay. Because we've seen the times where it was not justified Uh, The cops were still let go, and at times when they were justified, cops still brought up on charges and deemed not guilty. It's obvious that regardless if the police are right or wrong, the government or the, the, the powers that be are doing what they can to make an injustice turn into even more of a tragedy by letting officers who are responsible for wrongful deaths or violating procedure resulting in the death of somebody in custody, they're not being held accountable. Mm -hmm. That is being done intentionally, to give credence to the arguments. Because when you look at the statistics, there is, first of all, far more white people that get killed by police than black people.
1: Well... Uh, and secondly,
2: black-on-black black crime is higher than any other type of crime. So if you look at it from a statistical standpoint, which I'm not justifying any of the
1: police actions that were wrong No, no in any and, and, and case, and, and I'm and please, just looking please, at the statistics because I'm getting hammered by emails saying, you're, you're racist, we're racist for
2: saying that. The FBI's 2015 crime statistics, and I'm going off memory, is um in gun violence between police and black people 2% uh of the african americans were killed 4% of of white americans were killed and i'm not sure how those those uh figures what that exactly means but black on black violence was was the highest black on white violence being right underneath that Police on and you know white what? They violence being underneath they that, and lastly, better. police on black violence was last out of those four categories. And absolutely, they do. So often do we see the black on black violence being uh, some type of, of gangland or um, you know reckless shooting, where innocent bystanders end up being the victims more so than the targeted people in, who were the people who were targeted in the first place. Um we see on you know Memorial Day and July fourth in the big cities like Chicago where hundreds are shot each holiday, every holiday in these gun free zones. The shootings aren't going to stop. Uh these
1: mass shootings. But the I, I, police can have this, um Joe, uh, interrupting. Nine hundred and ninety people were fatally shot by police in twenty fifteen. And uh uh nine hundred and forty eight were shot listen uh, uh, The 494 were white and 250 were black.
2: And there's a big problem we have in society. We have been raised by television, by Hollywood, by these big extravagant movie productions, yep. to the point where we can't tell what's happening in a movie or on a TV show versus what we're being shown as news in on TV in real life. Hence the crisis actors, hence the questioning of different things due to lack of evidence and inconsistencies of stories. When people question things like Sandy Hook, they don't do it out of, you know, to to try to make the parents of the alleged victims feel, you know, more pain. They do it because there's a lack of evidence. There's inconsistencies in the stories. The procedures aren't followed. There are a lot of forces at work. I don't know how many people have seen the stories recently, but on Drudge in the last few weeks, there's been a huge increase in the in the titles that deal with demonic possession, um, you know, mass possession in in demonic realm or uh, mass demonic possession of people, uh, exorcisms, demonic activity. We know that CERN, if people in, do their research on CERN, there are strange things happening in the skies above CERN. People are saying portals are being opened. There's clouds that are being taken and twisted in weird ways. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. But as the Bible says, in the last days, it would be like the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, there were giants or the disembodied spirits of the fallen ones. Two, two separate things, but yeah We're yes. told they would return. Yep. Now, we know that evil is behind all the violence, all the lying, all the stealing, destruction and corruption that we see in our world. But as, as, as crazy as it sounds, there is a... How do I want to say this? There's an agenda for the evil. It's done in a way that makes it the most effective way to change the hearts and minds of people. It's done in a way that will affect you and maybe make you change the way you believe to the point of taking actions you normally wouldn't take. Evil, and this is why the the, the scriptures are so clear on putting on the armor of God, um, being in your prayer closet, staying close in the scriptures and having the mind and heart of christ otherwise if you're outside of that box which is jesus and and walking in his ways you are open to millions of possibilities to being drug into this evil mentality or led to conduct evil actions that you would not normally take And when the Bible says, you know, you will be turned over to blindness, you will be turned over to, you know, the lust of your flesh, the lust of your mind, the lust of your imagination. We are a doom porn society. People wake up every morning and check the news. Why do you think Drudge has billions of hits? It's not to check to see if stock prices are up. It's to check to see what terrible things happened in the world yesterday. And as hard as it is to hear, you know, you have to pay attention, you have to understand what's going on in the world, but there's an expectancy of bad things to happen. We expect it, because then the times are in. We don't expect to turn on the news or look at Dredge and think and see and read about what wonderful things our politicians have done for us or our world leaders, how they have, you know, ended poverty or cured cancer. We look at it to see how many people were killed in this terrorist attack and the videos of, you know, the knockout game and police being shot. These things have an effect on our mind, our thought process, our brains, and our hearts. And the more we let these things slip in and become desensitized to it, the easier it will be for the evil to take over our mind in subtle ways that we won't even notice. But every decision we make leads to consequences, unforeseen consequences. And you might make a decision without any intent to do anything wrong that could lead you down to the worst road of your life with a violent ending. But if you just would have stopped and thought about it and and, and prayed about it and looked at it through the mind of Christ, would it never happen? This is why we need to be so careful. This is why it says in the Bible that if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived because it's a war for your mind, your body, your soul. And it's a it's a war between heaven and hell. One of two ways. Hell the the gate is very wide and broad. To heaven it's very short and narrow. Few find it. We can see which way most are going. That's why it's most important to get you and your family and those closest to you and like-minded To be as grounded as possible, spiritually and mentally. Because if we keep expecting and looking for doom, you know, people say you create your own reality by your thoughts. To a degree, I believe that's true. To a degree. But we have to be grateful for the times where things are seemingly not so chaotic, But will we see times like that anymore? It seems like these terrorist attacks have been increasing and increasing. It's from Brussels to before that to San Bernardino. I mean, these things continue as the mass shootings have. They've grown larger in scale, larger in body count, uh, larger, you know, with the alleged type of weapons, larger with the targets, And it's like a roller coaster effect. Everybody's just waiting to see for the other shoe to drop. What's next? And the next tragedy could put us over the edge to the point where we have martial law to where we have no elections. And the fate of this country is based on each and every one of us. Not on Black Lives Matter, not on the Obama administration or the powers of darkness that rule that administration behind the scenes. We can all change that if we decide to, to a degree. We haven't decided what we're going to do yet. We can feed into this or we can turn it into an opportunity to reach out and try to Spread the good news, and to let people know that they have options.
1: Oh, well, very well said. Yeah, and and I think I think we have to, we have to put everything in perspective. And, I mean, you know, they're throwing the, everything at us. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're bringing diseased
2: immigrants over here <laughs> on your tax dollars, telling you to live next door to them, even though they got tuberculosis and Zika and. I'm not sure, I'm not so sure that we don't have it here. There is no (laughs) more constitution in the sense that the laws only apply. And when I say laws, laws in the constitution were set up to restrict government, not people. Yep. But that's been reversed. Don't expect the constitution to help you out in the future of what's coming. Don't expect to have rights. All that's going out the window. What they're doing is creating order out of chaos, peace out of turmoil. And the chaos comes first before the peace. And that's what we're seeing. The question is, how bad does the chaos have to get before we accept the false peace and security that they try to give us? And according to the scripture, if it were possible, it would deceive even the very elect. So there's your answer. Interesting. Very well said. Looking at these horrible pictures of this. Yeah. 75 plus dead. Tactical jihadist suggested as a suspect for years ended up carrying out the attack. ISIS celebrating. To keep those people in your prayers and the people all over the world Most people are just like us. You go to work, you do your job, you provide for your family. Those are your concerns. Your relationship with the Lord, your family, and and keeping a roof over your head and food on your table. Now we have to worry about if we go to the store to get milk, do we need to carry a gun with us? Is it safe to go into this neighborhood? The unrest that's being fomented will continue as long as communities are not actual communities as long as these cities and and areas and neighborhoods are not do not come together and become communities this will continue and all the while, while this domestic and international terrorism goes on things continue to be pushed under the rug while these headlines are all over the front page of all publications certain things like, um, well, what you're reading about the, the South China Seas and executive orders Obama's putting out and the Hillary Clinton email scandal. Many people don't know that she's looking at possible um, perjury, which we know she will not be found guilty for.
1: Well, she was never placed under oath.
2: Well, well do you know that they, they um, FBI agents signed a, uh, a yeah, so non-disclosure. non-disclosure agreement but, for matters involving right. Hillary Clinton's emails yep. and they do not want to release uh, information that was taken from a deposition um, and I'll find this here in, in a second but uh, yesterday I read this Clinton legal team moves to block deposition and email laws because she knows she lied and under if you get caught lying in a deposition it's the same as perjury, is it not? Well,
1: in a, in a, in a deposition, if you give a deposition, you're under oath. If you're, if you're interviewed by federal agents, you'd be lying to a federal agent. It's not perjury, but it's if obstruction it's, of if justice. It's lying to a federal agent, it's its, it's, a, it's own charge. And the New York Post says that the
2: non-disclosure agreements. They say it's an unusual move for FBI agents working with Hillary Clinton case had to sign a special form reminding them not to blab about the probe to anyone else, unless called to testify. Sources say that the FBI, that they've never heard of the case briefing acknowledgement from ever being used before. Although all agents must initially sign NDAs to obtain security clearances, this is very, very unusual. I've never signed one, never circulated one to others, said one retired FBI chief. An FBI agent currently on the job admitted, I have never heard of such a form. It sounds strange. Meanwhile, FBI expresses their disappointment over their director, James Comey's, decision not to recommend charges for or against Hillary Clinton.
1: That from sources who told The Post. How how many people out there, Joe, do you think are sick and tired of the Clinton criminal cabal? How many times can you hear about the email scandal? How many times can you hear about the Clinton Foundation? How many times can you hear about the the misdeeds of Bill Clinton. How many times can you hear about Benghazi and 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 then have her supporters say, this is all political? What difference does it make? Well, it, you know, having, having her supporters come.
2: Yeah. say, 71% no of Democratic uh, voters who were polled that at, were asked if she was indicted, should she continue to run for president, said yes, 71%. Didn't matter she was a criminal. Didn't matter she lied. Didn't matter all the other possible charges she could have been charged with from Benghazi to the email scandal. They didn't care. If she was charged, they would have still voted for her, 71%. Well, Even Stephen Colbert of of one of the late shows took her to task last night. (laughs) And there's a funny clip I'll show you during the break. All right. Um, But basically he just called her a flat-out liar and said, uh, ended with something along the lines of uh, you know how you, here's how you like Hillary Clinton and then he said I support Hillary Clinton <laughs> but I mean it's getting when to the you, point yeah. of ridiculousness when you have somebody like attention. him
1: yeah
2: but think of people who don't pay attention to the news they see in their doctor's office or on their way to work they hear a mention of this a mention of that they see it on their local news for a minute or two oh Clinton cleared by the FBI not knowing the level of deceit that was on public display because they don't research or pay attention or look into these things themselves. Don't think anything of it because they don't have all the facts. This is the shaping public perception that we talked about at the beginning of the show. Well, the information is presented in a way that if you don't do the digging yourself, you're going to get a skewed view of what the facts and truth are. And it, that's a big problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah it, it is and, and as we talk about history um interesting interestingly enough um thank you uh j k g you know we had talked about m l. k and martin luther king we had talked about Malcolm x we had talked about the days of rage back in the sixties my term not theirs. Emailer writes: My recollections of Martin Luther King days are different than yours. Every time King had a rally, the riots would start after he left town, not before or during. He was he was safely out of the way when everything went down. It was it was as if it was all staged. Now the you know the way we when we look at the. Uh, historical events whether martin luther king malcolm x we look at nation of islam we look at all the things that have gone on over over all of the years and, and this is what i've been pushing for all week is the, the the plans of the elite are the same the tactics the people have changed um thank you for that email by the way and uh Yeah, I, I can't read emails and then do this at the same time. So, uh, the days of rage, the reason I asked you about that earlier, it's, I find it enlightening that Snopes, for example, has claimed it, it's a hoax and it's a, a regrowth from the 2014, from 2014. It's so, you know, something that we saw before. Yet, I'm looking at headlines where the Army, is, the military, the Army is being advised to stay away from the 37 cities. If this, this is a, a hoax, then, or if this is not based on, on solid intelligence at that level, what's well, that all about? You know how it goes. We have no specific
2: threat. Yeah. Yeah. But, stay out of these 37 See. cities. I mean, come on. They obviously have information they're not disclosing to the public and their excuse for keeping public order and not creating panic, but we all know that that that's not always the case. Um, Do the citizens have the right to know when there is a threat posed to them? Uh, Sure. When there becomes a time where you know that the threat cannot be stopped absolutely they deserve to know i i look i i mean
1: in favor of truth 24/7 right well because. yeah but you don't want to create a panic if you don't have to well i i think there's and i agree with you for example if uh yeah, yeah, there are certain cases instances where uh judgment takes on a little bit of a different uh Meaning here, for example, if if releasing news would would cause or would have the potential to cause more deaths than if you kept that news quiet for a little bit of time, I I can I can understand that rationale. Right, but it all depends on 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 the circumstances. Uh, but but I I do believe ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I think that we should be told what the, the true oh, story yeah. is. Oh
2: yes, and right. I bet ninety nine point nine
1: percent of the time we're never told what the truth of something yeah I you know the gateway pundit Joe and and i this is something that that just uh i i I've, I've heard this throughout the day from my sources the Cleveland police according to the gateway pundit uh uh we're we're given stand down orders at the RNC. Protesters wreak havoc on Republican uh, Republicans and the city. Okay. And okay. I find that very disturbing. If that's true, have you w- uh, w- w- what's your take on this? Well, I know
2: that in the wake of the Dallas officer shootings, right, there was a release to police officers in Cleveland and to the public that police would not be assembled in riot gear. That they actually we're going to be on more horses, more bikes, more mobile. That's true. No body armor, no heavy machinery, no, you know, they're not going to be out there with riot shields and machine guns, which I questioned at first because of the violence and that has been happening all over the country with police officers recently. Cleveland obviously going to be the number one hot spot for this type of from anywhere from a, a protest to a violent altercation with police is the most likely place will happen in the next week or two is Cleveland. They got a thirty to fifty million dollar grant from the Department of Homeland Security for riot control gear and other
1: uh, w- w- which I believe they will have there. I just don't think it's gonna be on the front lines. I don't think they're gonna try right, first. Right. Right.
2: And At that's the, same for the time, pro- protection though, of the police though. At the same time, based on the information and intelligence that they have, I mean, you don't send officers into harm's way when you have intelligence saying that there's you know something waiting around the corner for them. You don't say you know. But,
1: so, but though, Joey, if if they, if they if they see a group of of protesters whooping on, we'll say a Trump supporter, or, or it doesn't matter the circumstances, and they don't get involved, well, then they're not in the harm's way, right? So. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you can look at this a couple of different ways, but yeah. but, but but I do think that uh, I, I do think that when when it's all said and done, uh, Cleveland uh, is going to face some. It, it's my view that that things will happen in Cleveland, and the the convention goers uh, are going to be harassed, and and I, and I don't think we're to have much to stop it. There's not going to be much to stop it. Harassed, beaten, yeah, and. Um, Well, we've seen that.
2: Yeah, we've seen that um, already. So, um, if we can switch gears here, go go for it. One story I wanted to talk about that we've talked about in the not too uh, just recently the the girl who was raped in Idaho. Yes, there's a story that came out yesterday. Mother of Idaho girl raped by refugees. Authorities withholding police report from family. The mother of a five-year-old girl who endured a vicious sex assault at the hands of Iraqi and Sudanese refugees in June said she feels her family is being treated like criminals by
1: local authorities and the media. Now, this is kind of an older story. I mean, this has been around for a while, this particular aspect of it going. Well, the article goes on to explain how the
2: attack took place and the three perpetrators and what they did to this young woman and it goes on to say but no one will allow Damn the girl. family to read the police report on her own daughter's m- or her own daughter's medical reports They, uh, fam- the family said as victims it just makes us feel like they are treating us like we are the criminals I called the victim's advocate a few times to get the records, and she said, I told you several times now, you can have nothing. And she's like, why do you want this stuff? And I tell her, because it's my daughter, and I want to know I have the right under the Constitution. Um, Even criminals criminals who are standing trial for whatever the crime is, where there are witnesses against this criminal who are going to testify against them, they are under law allowed to have the names of those witnesses. Now that's far more invasive than giving somebody a family who's been a victim of a violent crime their own medical records and police reports. This is almost unheard of. Treating the families the family as criminals, criminal nuisances because they want the information about their daughter who is attacked at the hands of three immigrant children who still live and play on the same block as where she was attacked and are still free to run around and are currently running around playing in the neighborhood while the child who was the victim is isolated.
1: Just to be clear, this is a five-year-old girl who is abused girl. in ways we can't even it's describe on this radio show. Fourteen, ten, seven. The families have been told you spread any misinformation this is going yeah, back now they're being threatened yeah you're 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 gonna you can face the full um um uh, you can, you can be arrested now and and although this is not new, it may be new to some the 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 mom the parents of this little girl not allowed to have the uh the records the police records.
2: And the police are working to try to keep things quiet. Right. But and how many more of these are are going around? The, Obama, the admi- uh, an Obama administration official threatened local residents discussing the rape of the Third World Refugee Resettlement with federal prosecution for discussing the case right. not once but twice. So the Obama administration has stepped in giving orders to an official who has given orders to the local police department where this girl was raped threatening with federal prosecution those people who discuss the rape But right. I mean do we really have to, to explain it any further I mean it's like being you were, you were robbed at gunpoint the police caught the perpetrators who did it they were your next door neighbors now they're still living next door to you stay say you you feel unsafe, you try to go somewhere and you're outside and they you know make remarks you know they're going to do it again or they're intimidating you
1: and this Muslim family was threatened they were evicted, but they won't leave right and, and that's as of three days ago, I believe. Now you call the cops back and say the person who, you know,
2: burglarized us, robbed us, put a gun to our head, took our stuff, is taunting us next door, and you're told you're the problem. You're told you could be prosecuted for talking about it. You're turning a victim into a a victim all over again. Meanwhile, the kids, as I said earlier... Are still running around in the neighborhood after being, uh, was giving, after their family was giving an eviction notice, the son is still free to roam around the neighborhood.
1: What blew my mind, Joe, about this though, is that. Y- and the people are more worried about the
2: public perception and political correctness than they are about the victim and her rights. Right. And the family's rights.
1: But explain to me how. With all, with everything we know, the cell phone, uh, in fact, uh, there was a, uh, at least a partial cell phone video, not necessarily of the attack, but, well, I'm not going to get into the details of this, but you've got authorities, police, prosecutors coming up, or at least a, a small number saying that this, the account has been embellished because of anti-refugee settlements. Yeah, yeah. Sentiments, I'm sorry. Uh, It's just just disgusting.
2: It's the political correctness. It's like uh, when Obama says, we are not a a divided nation, or I am your best hope. Race relations are so much better under my administration.
1: I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. (laughs) Run.
2: (laughs) I mean, at the memorial for the Dallas police officers, Obama says, we are not as divided as we seem. It's like a slap in the face. Folks, you're listening to the Hagman and Hagman Report on this Thursday edition. When we come back, we're going to hit more news in our number three. Go over some emails. Maybe take some calls. We haven't decided that yet. But when we come back, more on what's happening. uh, International terrorism ongoing. Bernie Sanders endorsing Hillary. Venezuela food crisis and
0: more. This is the Global Star Radio Network. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles... Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in this community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood.
1: come back ladies and gentlemen to this third and final hour of this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Report Doug Hagman and Joe Hagman hey a full boat tonight right uh actually the Hagman and Hagman Report as it was intended to be father son investigative reporting team here both of us here um on duty which is good it's been it's been a while out so it seems and it's right good to, have you to back. be back yeah as much as i love being home with
2: my wife surgery is no vacation uh, and I've <laughs> been to come back since Monday. And, and i
1: got to tell you, you missed the worst part. It was like a petri dish in here. Eric, every time I, I would come into the studio and Eric was here, uh, you know, I'd I, I catch this out of the corner of my eye him following me around with it with a uh, one of those cl- uh, chlorine wipes, you know, wiping everything down. <laughs> because uh, whatever this is, and, and as great as uh, yeah, this nutrition uh, stuff is. It it just grabbed a hold of me and and it's knocking me over the head even still and you can tell maybe a little bit uh but um um and and you know it, it but anyway you know it we all don't, don't we all have I mean we all have problems right we really do we it, it's every every one of us and and we 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 wake up in the morning and the way I look at it now it. it <laughs> yeah, and I people think it. it's easy on this side of the camera. Oh, man, all you have to do is just show up, right, and, and just look halfway—you uh, know, halfway good—and uh, yeah. be able to talk—you uh, know, complete sentences. Which,
2: <laughs> I mean, just the problems of everyday regular life that everybody else goes through. But, but, but yeah, you
1: know what? This, this week, true.
2: deciding to, to go to doctors or pay a, a utility
1: bill—I okay. mean, we all have these we, problems. That's right. That's right. And, and it's. But oh, 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 wait a minute, Obamacare, I thought it was supposed to be free. No, I guess not. Uh, before we continue on with our program, a couple of announcements um, we are going to be putting on our website. Uh, uh, you'll be able to see where you can buy tickets. We're going to be on uh, taping a television show. Actually, two two different uh, two different sessions, two mm-hmm. different uh, tapings. I think it's on the 28th of this Yes, month. it is. Okay, 28th.
2: This one we will be taping in Indianapolis with Pastor Paul Bagley. Yep. And, the twenty eighth. Uh,
1: you can you can buy now, tickets if you're if you're nearby and come on in and we'll, we'll have coffee and rub elbows.
2: There is an in studio audience and folks in the Indianapolis area, you can be a part of it. Right. I would say go to the coming apocalypse. Okay. Under pa- Pastor Paul bagley and Pastor Paul Bagley's website, Paul The coming apocalypse is the name of the show. Right. Paul Bagley dot com. If you go there, there is a TV and radio link. I believe you can click there and get all the information. I don't, I'm not sure if they charge or not to come in and watch the, uh, filming. I can't I imagine they so. do. No, I don't think there's a charge. You just have to register. Um, I can fit, you know, a hundred to a hundred and fifty people. Uh, it airs live there. With an audience of 1.1 million average viewers in Indianapolis and it airs in a handful of other cities that day like Orlando, San Francisco, a few others, before making its way to DirecTV, Dish Network, and Time Warner Cable will air on a Wednesday and a Friday night, yeah. the first show and the second show, same
1: thing. Yeah, it we'll have a, a awesome We'll have a link on 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 Hagmanreport.com. We'll have a link to where you can get tickets there because there, there's a special website I was on it earlier. Don't don't have it with me now. Um, you can buy tickets, but it's gonna be a lot of fun and it, being having, being in front of a studio it's, it's just gonna be a riot. So and there's gonna be time in between um, to meet the audience and the and the. This, chat with you folks so if you're anywhere near Indianapolis on the 28th of this month yep um coming up yeah, yeah, yeah let's uh let's, let's two weeks together two weeks from yesterday or no wait two weeks from today what am I saying two weeks from today yeah so it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a lot of fun um we, uh, before we get back to the programming and, and folks, an announcement too uh, we're not going to take phone calls this this hour, we're following the, the terror attack in France, we're we're looking at a number of different headlines here, Joe's got a whole listing of things that he's going to go over before we get back to the programming I, I just want to ask how many people have gone to minutemanstove.com have you gone there yet folks, com. the reason I'm asking is uh, I got a note from the owner of Men's Stove. Now, they have rocket stoves, and they're really, really, they're great, uh, for your bug out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, or, they're great. Uh, you know, in these times in which we live, it just makes perfect sense to have a sustainable backup method for cooking food. If you've got, if you've got, if you've gone to AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com, and if you've stocked up on your long-term storable food, have you thought about how you're going to cook that food? Well, Minutemen's stove has the, the very ticket. It's an ammo can, but it's reinforced. I mean, this thing is not something you would buy at the, um, right.
2: Um, One eighth you know, inch steel reinforced. Yeah. Well, uh, wow. Great craftsmanship welding in of the, uh, burner as well as I other parts yeah. of the, uh, uh, stove. Yeah. yeah. It is made in America. Oh, that's Not only think, yeah. does it, is it portable, convenient, easy to clean, easy to use, it comes with a number of fire starters. You know, those fire starters are just
1: fantastic. Yeah, they are. And, and by you buying this, this, this stove, this rocket stove, you're actually uh, employing people here in the United States. This is a locally owned, Christian owned company. And it's, this is a quality product. I'm gonna, I'll tell you that flat out. It's got a nice rubber it seal is. on it. You can use it. You can, you can actually seal it back up. Put it in your car. You will not smell the soot or the creosote from the wood. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a quality product. Minutemanstove.com. But when I was talking to, to the owner or got a little note from the owner, I'm not sure how many, you know, get it now while, while, while they last because at this price, um, um, they come with a two-year warranty too, by the way. And if you go to Minuteman Stove, you can see a picture of it in the fire service as well. Minutemanstove.com. So do it now before the supply disruptions take place, so you have something to use to, to cook.
2: I mean, it's an. I would say for surviving, survival, and efficiency when yeah. surviving, exactly. and the ability to boil water, cook food, you cannot find an easier. Cheaper, and it's not cheap. No, inexpensive, inexpensive yeah, yeah, way, way. Uh, to take care of this. I mean, to have the ability to cook with just wood, Sp- regular firewood, twigs, you know, any kind of kindling,
1: and you can store the wood in there too. And I, I mean, it, it really makes it nice. And, and the, the fire strokers come from eight to twenty
2: thousand strikes per rod, and you get a few of them when you get the stove. I
1: mean. Who knows how many lives that could save uh, in the right situation do not rely on on gas or uh, you know uh, right. other kind of stuff please don't don't do that it uh, um, fuel will always run out we could be wrong though I I, I don't know if, if this comes with the uh, with the fire service they're extra but even at that that's uh I think they're extra but uh, um, regardless they're the quality it's all well worth it it's and we put we put all of these through the, the paces when we first uh, signed on with this company. So MinutemanStove.com. dot uh, com. All right, now Joe, you've got a number of issues, including folks, um, Donald Trump, the the, uh, the reset that's good, uh, that they're talking about at the RNC. We're going to we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Ted Brewer is going to be our guest tomorrow, talking about a number of issues from the RNC, from the um, uh, from the attacks tonight or last night at now in France and the threat domestically. The geopolitics and, and also the, the Zika virus. We're going to talk about that tonight as I had indicated last night, but that got delayed because or bumped because of the attacks in France. The Zika virus is, it has got a lot to say about that, um, because of the, uh, big headline on drugs. Another, what, 200, 300 cases reported in the United States. And of course, there is a lot of question whether that's even legitimate or if it, it causes that micro microencephaly. And stuff awfully, and I'm not even sure how you pronounce that. Small-headed babies, um, or if that's just the uh, something that, that would legitimize, you know, infanticide or abortions. But we'll be talking about uh, that tomorrow as well. But tonight, you've got you've got news on Donald Trump's running mate. Will it be Mike Pence? You say yes. Mm-hmm. RNC information, chaos, days of rage, days of chaos coming up. Um, the, the threat environment start. God, I'm going to cut you loose. First of all, Indiana
2: Governor Mike Pence has ended uh, his reelection for governor campaign as he has been picked to be the vice presidential nominee right. with Donald Trump in the 2016 elections. Hillary Clinton's yet to pick a running mate. But on the Republican ticket, you will have Mike Pence as the VP and Donald Trump as the presidential nominee. That uh, has been confirmed. Now, they were going to announce it at a press conference today that has been delayed due to the attacks, the terrorist attacks, that has happened in France. But um it was down to Chris Christie, Duke Gingrich, and Mike Pence. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know a lot about Mike Pence. But off the top of my head, he's got to be better than Christie and especially Newt Gingrich.
1: Oh man, I don't even
2: know why his name was in the in the in the mix to begin with. Maybe I, 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 told, was, I uh, told my
1: wife Joe that if he picked uh, Gingrich, right, people well, were going to walk. That's like signing his death warrant, though, too. Yeah, absolutely, I, I, I believe.
2: But I've also read that Mike Pence is a uh straight line Republican. They say he will keep Trump in check whatever that means.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
2: And I'm not, as I said, not too familiar with his policies, with his beliefs, with his strategies and plans for what he wants for this nation, or his his ideas and beliefs. That is something that we will definitely be talking about in the next weeks and months as the presidential election continues. Hmm. Hillary Clinton also got an endorsement from Bernie Sanders while we're talking about the 2016 election. Oh, boy.
1: Yep. In
2: a in front of a crowd, I believe it was yesterday, if not the day before, Sanders endorsed Clinton, not to the liking of those in the crowd who were cheering Bernie, 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 and some Clinton for jail, even though it was her rally. Right. Uh, the Sanders supporters took over the rally and were uh according to a lot of internet comments and supporters of Bernie Sanders heartbroken well Betraying. I've been watching that
1: uh, you know I have been watching the political forums and the political communications on the on the different uh, uh social networking channels and I will say this do you think he was to get in line or do you think he did no. it so he no. could secure a
2: place for himself as uh in, in the administration
1: no I I think I think one of the factors over often overlooked with him is his age. And people might come back and say, well, no, the guy, he might be, you know, 79 years old. I believe that's his age, but he's, he's very spry and spunky. However, I do think that is part of it. The realist, the realism of, of, of his age. But, I, but I think too, to answer your question, um, I do believe that, uh, Hillary Clinton, um, was always the the selection and sanders knew that he was playing in a rigged casino i don't i don't know if that if no, that's, it that's makes sense
2: and it i mean he did have a lot of young grassroots support i would say of confused people and disenfranchised uh citizens who is are sick of the status quo politics in washington um,
1: but you know, he—he's a socialist, Joe. He is and, and a she, She's a communist. But
2: what does it say when the socialist has far better character, much more trustworthy, <laughs> at least is open about what he wants to do, versus a lying, criminal witch who has lied during ongoing investigations? has scoffed and laughed at dead American military personnel as well as ambassadors and their families and does yeah. so with a smile on her face. I mean,
1: well, and, and there it is. I mean, um,
2: you know, Obama can hide his sinister side and he lets it out when he wants to.
1: But, I, well, think I think that's
2: just Hillary that. is only the evil sinister side. I mean, she is, and I don't think I'll, you know, take this back. If Hillary Clinton is president, we will wish Obama was back in office. Um, I think we'd have to go a long way. And I disdained George Bush every day he was the president. I never thought I would, ever, never thought I would ever wish he was president over somebody else. But, hey, it happened with Obama.
1: The, the, the way I'm looking at things right now, I, Joe, I, honestly, and, and this is not a—I um, I don't believe this is a fait accompli. I don't believe it necessarily no. that. But, but I, I'm looking at Hillary. I'm looking at Trump. I'm looking at that, the, the environment. And I, I believe that it will be a Hillary win. Why keep her out of jail? Why?
2: Well, that's a very good right, point. Why continue? Why? How in the world? In the nation of the free. Uh, with the free press, with the media. um, How can everybody be on board with covering up her crimes unless there was something more at play? You know, they were told to. They were were threatened to do so. They know or were told this is the way it's going to be. Just like in Bilderberg in 2007 in Chantilly, Virginia, when Hillary was told it wasn't her turn yet.
1: She got in line. Obama took the presidency, and of course we have Obama, the revolutionary, right now. You know, and and Hillary and Obama share a lot of characteristics when it comes to the when it comes to the uh, the people in their background who they admire. Of course, the, the Mao Leninist uh, Che Guevara revolutionaries of, of shared by both Hillary and, and Obama. Um, you know, there's Obama right there. Okay, I mean, uh, what? Uh, of course, that's photoshopped, obviously, folks. But, um, but well, there's some similar you know, real ones floating around out there. Exactly, and and you know, it, it was an interesting part too. Going back to uh, Obama. In preparation for Hillary, in the, when I said this this past week, I said uh, that that Obama was the right place, or the right person at the right place at the, the right time. They needed Obama to come in here to soften the the, the to fr- the fertile the ground um, for a Clinton presidency, and I think I think this is true. When you look at Obama, the young Obama was a garden variety Marxist Leninist. This from a classmate of Obama at Occidental. But I think that the strides done, made by Obama will pave the way now for Hillary Clinton to finish the job that Obama started. Mm-hmm. That's just my view. And, it, look, I, I hope that I'm wrong in this. I hope I'm totally wrong. I hope that uh, we, we don't have this administration we had the code searcher in yesterday when you were when you were gone. Who said that? Um, yeah, Mister Right. Yeah. Who said that? Um, although Trump will win, Hillary will steal the election, and that that based on the, the codes, at least looking through a glass darkly. That's what the, the that, that's what he what he said. Well, I read Ruben carefully. 2000 election.
2: The Russian invasion code.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Which, you know, after you have a surgery and you read some books and you, you know exhaust your concentration through emails and news stories you start to watch some TV and like Netflix and some old shows on there and they talk about predictive programming how the TV tells you what's going to happen in the future and i was watching some obscure <laughs> uh TV show that was on USA it wasn't burn notice it was some other show anyways uh, in the TV show, you know, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. It was the second time I heard that on, on different TV shows. It was a joke in the se- uh, in the actual scene of the show I was watching. But I thought about that. You know, why say something like that as a joke? Well, in the context of the It wasn't in cold any context, war, though. So. Okay, um. Alright, but, 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 I mean. There are countless examples of these as we watch TV, as we sure. see... If, I mean, it's, everything is shown to you before it happens. Everything is told to you before it happens. It might not be done in a way that is that you recognize and understand, okay, this is what's going to happen, but it's put out there. Whether you catch it or not, that's on you. But it is put out there. Much like the cover of The Economist. the transgender stuff. Yeah. And, and if you go back, you know, five years ago, eight years ago, a good example. One of the things I watched while I was down was the episode, season one, episode two of The Office, Diversity Training. <laughs> you know who gave the seminar on that show during that episode? Was no. that, la- that comedian from the White House Correspondents' Dinner who has the Daily Show now. Oh, really? There, there's so many innuendos in that. If you go back and watch that, I guarantee you specifically will catch.
1: What years did the office run? And the reason I'm asking that was was that under nine Bush? seasons ending in
2: twenty It was after nine eleven. Okay. But but Yes would, it was during Bush. Okay
1: so, so that episode I think it ended talking about Was right. was season one episode okay, two? So that 03. would have been under Bush then and it, and it the long first before. Bush. Right. And Long before any type of trend transgendered. Right. Um, and they talked about
2: that. Uh, the character on The Office named
1: Dwight said,
2: can we leave uh, homosexuals and transgendered out of it because it's not a culture, it's an orientation and many of the cultures hate that orientation. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it was just strange because all the topics and the people who were involved in these topics 10 years earlier were talking about these things on this TV show this one specific episode and I said there's many more examples I saw them you know you can pick them out and I
1: talked about Joe I talked about All in the Family uh, that this sitcom yesterday about uh, talking about uh, programming television programming All in the Family where the this during the Nixon and McGovern uh, campaigns and and election back in 72 and then there was uh, uh, things that were said that could never be said on television today but there was a lot of predictive Mm-hmm. aspects to, to to that as well. A lot so, of
2: older cop shows from the late 80s early 90s yep. talk show the racial divide and the divide against the the African Americans and the police.
1: And, and not and not in the historical context also it, it,
2: right right and you're right. It, it made it more of a political awareness movement than the shows count. more so than what it was in um yep. in the past which was more of a civil rights movement. And it's just well amazing set. to to sit
1: back and and to catch these things. Uh, that, that, you know, very well put in into context because, and I think a lot of people miss that. They'll look at that and and not quite grasp what would, what you just said. And I think that's very important because, yeah, not in the historical context of race relations, you know, but in the futuristic aspect of things. That was a good, very good. The programming part of it. Yeah. want to hit this piece of news, probably going to go
2: unreported and undiscussed as the terror attacks has rise to 77 people dying in Nice, France. U.S., not serious, in defeating ISIS, wants to control terrorists. This in a recent interview from Assad of Syria. The U.S. is not really interested in defeating terrorists in Syria. It really wants to control them. And use them, Syrian President Bashar al Assad said today in an exclusive interview with NBC News as he denounced U.S. airstrikes as counterproductive. According to Assad, evidence shows that the U.S. lacks actual will to fight the Islamic State and other terrorist groups because the actions of the U.S. led coalition did not prevent the terrorist groups from expanding their operations in the first place. He goes on to say the reality is telling that since the beginning of American airstrikes, the terrorism has expanded and has been prevailing. He goes on to say that during the American alliance airstrikes, ISIS was expanded and
1: taking over new areas of both Syria and Iraq. Uh, ISIS right now, and we're, we're seeing this in France, ISIS has infiltrated all Western cultures, all Western societies. Um we created ISIS. I and and, and many people will disagree with me and, and say no we didn't. Um yeah but yes we did. I mean we funded them. We have given them the the uh hardware.
2: Yeah and look at what Assad's view of this is he says Russia has helped tip the scales of war against terrorism. He goes on to state that the Russian support of the Syrian army has tipped the scales against terrorism, but at the same time, Turkey and Saudi Arabia have been, uh, th- inf- giving an influx of fighters and support since the Russian legal intervention into the Syrian war. Turkey, a NATO country. Saudi right. Arabia, closest ally of um, this in country. The M- the Mideast, right? Well, and, and, and I they're, think they're exporting true. terrorism into Iraq, into Syria, with the okay of the U.S., supplying logistics, weapons, and whatnot. Meanwhile, dubbing Assad, dubbing the Russians as the bad guys, the instigators of terror, while these people are trying to fight the terrorism that we've created in their land. It, and a lot and of is the, the political emails- correctness perception things that people don't understand. They hear right. chemical weapon attacks. they hear you know Syria cross the red line, Assad cross the red line. Assad has to go automatically, assuming that he's a bad guy, just as with Gaddafi, just as with Saddam Hussein, just as with i mean well obviously they were they're, they're not not, they're not the great the, the greatest guys in the world but but are there was never this amount of destabilization, right. Christian executions, Muslim executions, and all around. Complete unrest and lack of ability to live in these
1: countries before the u s intervened and, and that's uh, and I do believe the the um pushing off of the Hillary Clinton emails many of those emails have to do with her during her tenure as Secretary of State during the Benghazi time and don't forget extortion seventeen when that went down all right um many many uh, moving parts to this, but I but I truly believe that in this case, Russia uh, attempting to expose the weapons and, and um, the training aspect of, of the United States and how we sent stuff up to Turkey for deployment into Syria. Yeah, uh, Putin in this case is on the right side of things, uh, on I, on the right side of this. Conflict, if that's what you, you know, knowing full well that they have military interests and in, in, uh, deep, uh, deep water uh, uh, interests in, in Syria. But, uh, and economic interests as well. I, I Joe, I, I was talking to Dave Hodges and, and I want to kind of cut in here and s- say this. I was talking to Dave Hodges earlier today and, and um, he wanted me to kind of pose a question to all of the listeners out there. So if you've, pay attention, just, just, if you haven't been, please pay attention to this. Anyone who has, is living right now or near or traveling through anywhere in New Mexico, um, have, have you seen signs that have been erected that say, leaving district and then the number, like leaving district 4 and then entering district 6? Apparently these, these signs have, have recently sprung up, at least that suspect they're recent. Um and but 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 they're not state signs, they're not municipal signs, or if they are, they're not designated as such. So Dave Hodges asked me to ask you, the listeners out there, the viewers, if you have seen these signs specifically in the New Mexico area, northern New Mexico even, where the signs say you're leaving district and then a number, or you are entering district and in a number. And if you if you know about these signs, what do they mean? In other words, are, are these what districts are they talking about? Um, because I I I told Dave I said I haven't seen anything like that around this area of the country. Joe, have you? You know, have you seen any signs that says absolutely leaving yeah, district yeah. without anything else? I mean, th- there's no state seal. There's not. There's nothing. It's just leave. You're, you are leaving district four you are entering district district twelve as an example. So if you know what those signs mean, if they're what they designate, either send us an email or send an email to the common sense show. This according to or that this as a request of Dave Hodges. Um yeah, I certainly don't know. But the district signs rather interesting and uh specifically in the New Mexican New Mexico area and, again, we're, I'm not talking about municipal signs or state signs or federal signs. Just, well, you just heard what I said. You are leaving district, two, and I think Hunger Games, almost. I don't know. You know. No, you're right. Um, so, go ahead.
2: This news we mentioned earlier on in the program, um, breaking. FBI boss Comey connected a Clinton Foundation house calls for a special prosecutor. The truth comes out. Of course, we would. Of course, we would be hearing about this special connection. This is unbelievable. The article says it's not surprising, though. Washington D.C. is just one giant cesspool of people who think that they are above the law. Well, what connection does he
1: have? And, and again, from Infowars to this, because Republicans right are
2: demanding yeah. answers from FBI boss James Comey. Monday, they sent a letter demanding how or to know why he did not recommend federal charges against. Clinton, over her use of the private email servers, Clinton clearly placed our nation's secrets in peril, the letter states. No one is above the law, and the American people deserve a more robust explanation for your decision not to recommend criminal charges. The letter was sent by House Judiciary Committee Bob Goldlate of Virginia, a committee member, Trey Gordy. Of South oh, Carolina. Think, yeah, Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. Yeah. Also Trey. mentions emails deleted by Clinton, as well as uh, in the ones recovered by the FBI. They want to know if the emails had anything to do with the Clinton Foundation. Comey did not recommend federal charges, in part
1: because he is connected to the Clinton Foundation through it, it, the Swiss Bank HSBC. That's what I was getting at. The HSBC connection to the Clinton Foundation his tenure as a board member on mm-hmm. the HS or on the uh, uh, HSBC uh, the bank. Yeah, that, FBI that's boss the, Comey they'll. connected the Clinton Foundation. They're calling for
2: a special prosecutor, and this HSBC connection we kind of laid out in the beginning. Right. Um, James Comey was appointed director of HSBC Holdings in March of 2013 and became an independent non-executive director member of the Financial System Vulnerabilities Committee. Wealthy HSBC clients lined up to shower cash on the Clinton Foundation, including Jeffrey Epstein, the hedge fund manager and convicted sex offender. Others include Canadian mining uh, giant Frank Glustra
1: and Richard Kering, the British retail... Uh, well, tycoon. that goes back to Uranium yeah. One. Uh, and the Clinton, Okay, the Clinton Foundation... Uh, the Frank uh, Giustra uh, goes back to Uranium One ties and uh, the banking ties. I mean, this is a pretty incestuous octopus of connections here. Um, but with mm-hmm. Comey being on the board of HSBC, okay. Now the Clinton, uh, the Clinton money mill.
2: Clintons have used the foundation to enrich themselves. Documents disclosed through litigation by Judicial Watch provided a roadmap for over 200 conflict of interest rulings right. that led to at least $48 million in speaking fees during Hillary Clinton's tenure as Secretary of State. Previously disclosed documents in the lawsuit, for example, raised questions of about funds Clinton's accepted from entities linked to Saudi Arabia, China, Iran, among others. Special Prosecutor, Comey may be on uh the lamb of Clinton's, uh, Clinton's use of foreign policy to raise money for her foundation, but it's his position at HSBC that may explain in part why she received kid glove treatment while others accused of similar crimes were prosecuted. His connectra- connection, however tenuous, was reason enough to revisit the case and appoint a special prosecutor, as Representative Matt Salman of Arizona has demanded.
1: Well and i think a special prosecutor for the entirety of the clinton foundation is warranted here <laughs> i mean look look at what uh look at what nixon they go to the moon uh, and find uh, an alien to prosecute this case well yeah outside of the tentacles of the corruption from the clintons the um judicial watch uh larry Klayman, has, has done a lot to really advance the um, yeah. to to open this up and i think that we need to uh of course of course we need to support judicial watch their efforts they've been and, all over this yeah uh, but but the the Clinton Foundation itself and, and I and I've said this and I believe this to be the case you you, you break open that not a lot of a lot of bad stuff is going to fall out because when you have even as as you put it as tenuous as that connection is Comey appointed to director of HSBC holdings and being on the board non-executive Director and a member of the Financial System uh, Vulnerabilities Committee. Although it's it's a it's a arms more than an arm arms length away, it's still part of the system when it comes to prosecuting. And you can't prosecute your own financial dealings. And of course, uh, the um, Clinton Foundation is one of the worst. And I just read this today. I think only eight percent of the money for their philanthropic. Uh, Type of uh, uh, endeavors eight percent out of nine out of one hundred percent actually makes it to the, to the cause it's got one of the worst records of any nonprofit and I'm talking about not the foundation in general but about their nonprofits, they, especially mm-hmm. like under the Clinton Global initiative and don't forget the Clinton Foundation is the umbrella of a number of organizations. And this is why, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, this is why I do believe all of this is why Comey did not recommend and Lynch did not follow through with any type of uh, criminal uh, filings. And why Lynch said she would... Break this open and they're going to fall out too. Why Lynch said she
2: would follow the recommendations knowing after the meeting with her husband Bill Clinton... That there were no there was not going to be any charges recommended,
1: and that meeting on the tarmac had to be re- re- recorded either in writing or in uh, mechanically. No, if they left their cell phones, but uh, no, it had to be. I mean, by law, when you have a former U.S. president uh, involved with uh, uh, the, it, well, it has more to do with the uh, um, with Lynch, but you've got to have that. A record and I'm talking about a mechanical or written record of the meeting and a witness there and that and absent of that they that that's against the law that's a, a um,
2: well, we still got classified Kennedy documents in the tens of thousands, so I wouldn't be waiting well, on any release of yeah. a Lynch Clinton transcript. And Clinton, uh, Lynch also didn't rule out working for Hillary Clinton in the position if she becomes President of the United States. I'm sure
1: she'll have a sweet deal um, either with the Clintons hey, or She or should or make her VP. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 yeah. Or, well, I'm not going to go there, because what I was thinking was was not very uh, meant for radio. But uh, anyway. Uh, um, two uh, things I want to hit yeah, on. Venezuela.
2: Ahead. Venezuelan army is deployed to control food production and distribution in a decree. Oh, President that working Nicolas Maduro ordered the army to monitor food processing plants and coordinate the production and distribution of... Items. Socialism. There you go. In action. Venezuela is going through a deep, deep ep- economic crisis, one of the world's worst and largest, having the world's largest oil reserves. Basic products are increasingly hard to find, and many say they struggle to feed their families on a daily basis. Venezuelan's Bishop Conference said the rise of the military is a threat to the tranquility and peace of the nation. The president says the measure is to fight the economic war, he claims, is being waged against his government by political foes and businessmen with the backing of the United States. But the opposition says the government mismanaged the economy, has called for a referendum to out the president. What is behind the shortages is a question that is asked. Venezuela grows and produces very little except oil and historically has relied on imports to feed its people oil prices have plummeted leading to the government with a shortfall of income a lack of dollars means it's struggling to import all of the goods the people need and want the socialist government introduced price controls on some basic goods in 03 making them affordable to the poor but up to 40% of subsidized goods were smuggled across Colombia to be sold at
1: a profit Well, the bottom line with with Venezuela without getting into the into the minutia of this you can see anyone can see the effects of socialism here and their policies are directly
2: responsible for what we see today from the currency controls placed in 2003 to the government initiative called Great Mission of Sovereign Supplying these things have led to what we see today army in the streets people starving no resources for anybody.
1: Well, when, when you run out of other people's money, as, as yeah. this is, as socialism is, you, you use other people's money, you run out of other people's money, this is what you get. And even, um, now, now, think of it this way too, when, uh, apply it to the United States here, you know, Maduro being, being, the, in, in, um, well, I mean, think of Obama, for example, or whoever the, the, the next, uh, um, oh, it doesn't matter. Th- th- think of the lines of food. You had mentioned the EBT cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've got 50% or almost 50% of the population who are, who is receiving some sort of subsidized food, uh, ration or, or allowance. You cut that off or control that. How do you control people? Kissinger said it. You had others say it. You control through food. You're hungry. If you have a, if you've got a, if you rely on the EBT system and you've got a starving child at home, can you be controlled? (laughs) You you want that bottle of milk? Yeah. Here, you wait in line, but we can control you through your belief system. So, uh, I, I mean, This, ultimately, controlling human behavior and, uh, the human ideology, political ideology, that is. Yeah. Is, is really kind of what's at stake here. And, and I can see how this could happen in America through the, through the, um, uh, EBT cards, but also through the larger economic collapse. And when this does happen and you are hungry, you're going to be making some decisions that are not going to be Christian-like, I believe, or in your, in, in in your favor, so but you're looking at Venezuela is a, is a is a picture of what America could very well be in the near term.
2: Now this news story is something that quite possibly could get lost in the chaos of the day of rage, if there is one. The terror attacks that have just happened in uh, France, right. But the 28 pages on alleged Saudi ties to 9/11 involvement will be released as soon as Friday,
1: according to CNN. But are you going to be surprised by anything you, see, you read in there? I don't. I don't think anyone's going to be surprised. At least anyone who's been paying attention. Are, I would have to read. But I mean, I mean, if, if they said Prince Bandar was was oh. one of the guys that was handing out the money to the to the terrorists, are you to be, is that going to be surprised? Is that going to surprise you?
2: you know it's interesting timing that on saturday morning the top headline on drudge was bin laden's son vows
1: revenge on america could that be related to this we're still we're still dealing with the bin laden uh, group even i mean there are companies in the united states who have gotten waivers from the state department from the uh, um to continue to do business with the bin laden group george bush <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah i mean it it it's ridiculous that we are dealing with um the Chinese of the world the the um the the, the far right even dealing with a bin laden group yet you've got uh, the son of bin laden who's out of that loop allegedly saying that hey you know what we we're, we're coming after you i'm coming after you because you killed my dad you, you shot my pa Mm-hmm. Well, this article goes on to talk about shirt. Big dog I'm looking for the person who shot my paw. I remember the big dog shirt? I'm looking for someone who shot my paw. A <clears> dog <throat> with a paw hanging We on.
2: used to do PI work.
1: <clears throat> he would go out of his way to find those big dog shirts. That's right. Those I used know. to be your favorite. I'm looking for. Yeah, a picture of a St. Bernard on yep, one, big Saint a big St. Bernard white t shirt. And a, and a, and and a, a, a bandaged, bandaged paw. I'm looking for the guy who shot my paw. He's like those old ladies with the cat shirts. Like that.
2: <laughs> anyway, on, long classified pages detailing alleged, alleged Saudi Arabian government involvement in the 9-11 hijacking will be released by Congress as early as Friday, sources close to CNN said. Known as the 28 pages, secret document was part of a 2002 congressional investigation of September 11 attacks on the World Trade Centers and have been classified since the report's completion. It turns out there are actually 29 pages, the sources have said. They... Uh, Sources say there are still some procedural steps that need to be taken before there is a release, which members of both parties in Congress and family members and victims have been seeking for years. This is great news. Jerry Goodman, a lawyer representing families in a class action lawsuit. Families are happy that the American people should be happy that the information that has been kept for well over a decade is finally going to be made public.
1: $3 trillion lawsuit against the, uh, against the government of Saudi Arabia by victims of the 9-11. We had talked to, you know, Joe, I had talked to, uh, with Tom Bowerly um, I, had, in fact, I had talked to the law firm that filed the three trillion dollar lawsuit. This is back in 04, 05, and uh, hooked up Tom Barley from WBEN with this law firm. The victims of the nine eleven of nine eleven had filed a lawsuit three billion three trillion dollar uh, lawsuit against uh, certain government officials of the Saudi royal family. This ties in. With the redacted 28 pages, but not as directly as you might think. This ties into um, well, through the three the three trillion dollar lawsuit has, um, and I'm not even sure of its status right now. Um, It had a lot of
0: uh, it had legs at the time,
1: and I'm not sure if, if this the release of this document will mean anything or will do anything for the families as you mentioned. Do you believe, for example, that, that, that this will, well, hopefully it'll help bring closure, um, and understanding? I think the only thing that's going to bring closure to nine eleven 11 to the families, at least the ones who are this really is know the what's truth going on. is the truth. And I'm Get not Get Bush sure and Cheney in back in here to
2: testify under oath, uh, with yeah. consequence of, of, um, legal action taken against them if they don't tell the truth but we'll never know the truth of 9-11 until we get to the other side. Or, An update on the or, terror attack in, in Nice. Or Over until se- we uncover the rocks. That's know. true. Over 75 people now confirmed dead in Nice as a truck attack uh, tore through um, in the French town of Nice during Bastille Day during a firework display along the city's waterfront. The driver of the truck that killed at least 80 people has been identified as a 31-year-old resident of Tunisia. Gee, how's that
1: How's that alien immigration working off for you?
2: <laughs> the terrorist group Daesh, also known as ICE, Izzle, ISIS, Zizzle, for,
1: <laughs> you know... It's ISIS, because when you look at it... Isn't that Daesh an insult to them? Actually, not. That's the way I've heard it. Okay. ISIL is an insult to Israel. Uh, Daesh is... is, um, How much time we got? Well, I I would call it ISIS, only ISIS, the the group, because this amalgamation of groups, whether it be al-Qaeda or al-Nusra or... um, al-qaeda of the arabian peninsula whatever it might be in the end is isis and of course that's the Islamic state of iraq and syria iraq and syria being the largest swath of the caliphate that's they're attempting to restart isis of course having esoteric new age meetings of the goddess isis and of course isn't that what this is all about when it comes down to the gods small g uh, that we're fighting against and isn't this isis so let's call let's call it for what it is isis which also has the implications of the, uh, of Statue, the of Liberty? Yeah, Statue of Liberty, even the Capitol <laughs> it dome. It gets confusing. I mean, it, all of it, it, it's—they're it's, all the same goddesses and gods, right. Different iterations, whether it's Egyptian, Babylonian, or whatever. But the fact is, they're all the same uh, spirits, God, small g's, and and yeah. I mean, it's it's horrible.
2: Some interesting but, new news from Infowars: Facebook censoring term "Muslim terrorist." Report censored for using keywords pointing out radical Islamic terror.
1: Yeah,
2: and folks, you can go on there to watch the video. But attempting nope. to upload a video to Facebook, Infowars producer discovered the site will not allow videos to be tagged with the term Muslim terrorist. No, we, and Dave Hodges was telling me about this as mm-hmm. well today. Um, folks, Dave radical Hodge, Islam, war with Islam. Yep. These terms are no longer going to be allowed. To stand, your videos will be demonetized, they will be removed, you will be censored. We,
1: we're already being censored. This program, program code is or already being censored. A code phrase. Well, we, we can. Yeah, we can do that.
2: Middle Eastern peacemakers? <laughs> Amish. Islamic <laughs> like Amish. You know, <laughs>
1: no, no, you know what? I'm, I'm serious. Amish uh, is <laughs> They've, uh, Dave and I were talking, and and we cannot... YouTube is censoring and demonetizing and uh, actually uh, giving uh, wrist slaps to us. We have to watch how we title our shows. We have to watch what keywords we use for our shows and how we tag our shows. This is why what we're working toward, and, and I guess in closing folks what we're working toward what we are working toward is not being a slave or being subjugated by the tyrannical system that is that will ultimately censor us and, and and be the end of us but we want to keep going and get the truth out there so how do we do that it takes you know bandwidth costs money how do you how do you appear on video to literally a million people how do you do that and not and, and, and somehow be able to get out from the, uh, censorship, uh, of YouTube. How can you use, well, it takes money. It takes support. And, and, and I'm not asking for money. I'm asking for your prayers. I'm asking for, for, um, uh, I'm asking for, uh, not only God's guidance, but, 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 I, Joe, I guess, I guess I, I want people to see how bad it is right now. Because there it is right there, you cannot say Muslim terrorist or islamic uh, terrorist in that case with facebook and and that and, and by the way, where does that come from? Is that the policy of Facebook by itself it's, yes, but it's also from where from white house meetings c f r meetings right lateral about the- meetings. The, the marriage between Facebook
2: and government. Facebook gathers information people freely give about themselves, their friends, their whereabouts, their likes, dislikes. The government wants that information.
1: Oh yeah. And they gotta
2: get warrants and, you know, tap phone lines and do this data mining things. Well, not when it's freely given to them. So Facebook has to operate under the guidelines the government tells them to. At the same time, they're allowed to operate as long as they turn over the information relevant to the government, which is required.
1: Yeah, and they're open to that. But we start talking, but we start speaking back to the
2: basics of Facebook: the people behind it, the money behind it. It was all set up as a government operation to gather information and data, and it's expanding into what we talk about in the medical field as the RFID chip, but into real-time and, and these new Pokemon games and apps and these cell phones and these cards with the chips in it, it's all headed in the same direction. It is.
1: They want to shut us move. up. They want to shut you up.
2: Yeah, know, they know where, where you are. Track you. Know Know what you're doing. Know what you're intaking. Know what you're purchasing. Know how you're spending your time. Who you're spending your time with regardless if it's criminal or completely innocent is irrelevant
1: that's right
2: what they want to know is what you're up to who you're up to it with regardless if it's feeding the poor or you know killing homeless people they don't care they just want the information
1: but they will control the dissemination of the information you put out, we put out. If you put up, for example, if you want to put uh, pretty pictures of puppy dogs and, and such on Facebook, that's fine. Your chocolate chip recipe on Facebook, that's fine. If you want to put up uh, some um, uh, some uh, assassination uh, type uh, character assassinations of, of uh, Christians, that's fine too. If you want to put up uh, teachings of of uh, the, the Christian, God, of, of Christian God of Jesus Christ. No, you can't really do that, and certainly, most assuredly, you cannot talk about Muslim terrorism, and most assuredly, you cannot talk about uh, uh, about Obama and about uh, in any disagreeable way on many of the commercial sites. Oh, sweet! It's we- all gonna, it's all coming together. Good.
2: We are already
1: at the end of the show. Yes, we are
2: want to thank you for uh, staying in here with us. Glad to be back. I you know it was a rough around the edges today, but we'll be back tomorrow.
1: Ted Rohrer is
2: Yeah, Ted will be with us. Tune in. Good night,
0: Rob. This is the Global Star Radio Network.